0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Helm to Tower podcast. We're here to talk about all things Destiny 2. It's another week. A week has gone by and we've gotten more uh, fun information uh, about Destiny 2 as we get uh, closer and closer to that uh, August 22nd showcase. I'm uh, Mike Burgess, your host, and I'm here with Ari O'Neill. Hello, Ari. Hi. Hi. Hello again, everybody! Thanks for joining us as always for another episode. Uh, yeah, and this was a, a, a fun week. I think I think the past few episodes and just weeks in general for Destiny have been a lot of Destiny critic hour uh, discussions and being very critical of the game. Um, and not to say that it isn't needed sometimes when when you when the, when the game's uh, doing some they're doing some weird stuff with the game. But hey, sometimes it's also nice to just have like fun things to talk about and and, and positive. Uh, kind of uh, sentiment around the community in general. And I definitely think this week was, was that in general. What do you, what'd you think, Ari? Uh
1: Yeah, I think for sure. I, I don't know how the PVPers are taking the Titan changes. I have not. Right. <laughs> yeah. have my ear to the ground in that yeah. regard. Yeah, I've,
0: I've, I've not really looked at that either. Yeah, you're referring to the, there's some changes coming in. Uh, we, had a, we had a Dev Insights blog that dropped this week that we're going to talk about. Um, there's definitely a lot of exotic changes, exotic armor changes, but also some like ability changes with Arc Titan and Strand uh, as well. A lot of changes for next season, uh, so we'll definitely talk about that. But I thought uh, we, we'd start off with I think one of the bigger news uh, things that we learned this week. Uh, Bungie revealed that Zavala is getting a new English voice actor, uh, and that is Keith David, a pretty famous. Uh, actor in his own right, and also do, has done a ton of voice work over the many years, uh, and now, like, he's just been in, like, a ton of stuff. I was, like, pulling up his IMDb um, or well, I was just getting ready for this show, just to, like, scroll through stuff. Like, obviously, you know, with the Halo and, you know, Bungie connections, he was the Arbiter, the voice of the Arbiter, and those games, pretty much, they up through the ones Bungie did, and even the ones Bungie didn't do. He was the, Ar- the Arbiter the whole way through. Um... He was uh commit cap our admiral, uh, who was it? Admiral Anderson. that yeah Anderson from Mass Effect. From he was there. Mass Effect. That's when I, that's I'd say like where I know him
1: the most. Like right when I think of Keith David because he's like a very big part of all three of those games. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. He's mm-hmm. especially Mass Effect Three. He is a huge part of Mass Effect Three. So right.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, th- the thing I definitely think of is Halo first, but then like I also like weird old sci-fi movies. So like he was in, he was in the thing, the old eighties yep. movie. So he was so good. So, so good. So good in me. that. Yeah. He's really good. in that. he was really good in that. Um, He's done like, uh I know like our, our, some of our favorite members in our, well, I guess it's not a Twitter DM group. It's a discord group. Our, our Raider group is now, uh, rest in peace, long live discord. Uh, they definitely called him out as he was, he was, uh, <clears throat> he was uh, in the gargoyles animated series That's as right. the main, as alive? like, the, I believe so. Yeah. He's like the main, like the main guy. He's also, um, I also knew him cause he's the voice of spawn and, and spawn in general. Um, and a lot of, he's basically anything spawn has been in. He's, he was the voice of, so yeah, just tons of really good voice work, but also just been in movies. I literally like not like literally last night, I just booted up Hulu and was like looking for stuff to watch and they have, um, like a, it's, I don't, I think it's like a, like a kind of like a sequel series. It's not like directly put up, but it's the show Justified. They're doing like, mm-hmm. they're doing like a, like a sequel series. It's called like Justified City Prime Evil. And I just watched the first episode and he's literally in that. Like he's just like some judge mm-hmm. in the episode that like the, the Timmy, Timmy, Timmy Oliphant, like the main guy who plays like the, the character in that. The, the, uh, the, F, the not the FBI, but he's like a marshal. He's like helping him like deal with stuff, and it's. I was just looking like, oh wow, yeah, Keith David is he's in everything. He's a prominent guy, so now he is the voice of. he will be the voice of Zavala starting in the final shape, and beyond is uh, what Bungie said. They put out like an official little article on Bungie.net, uh, kind of detailing that. Now that uh, you know, we've you know, Lance Reddick has uh, passed away. Rest in peace, as always. Be missed. Uh, definitely be missed for sure, but I think this was like a good, I think this is like kind of the best outcome to that, to an extent, right? Like, I think like Keith David can definitely take up the mantle and do like that character justice, I think. And like, it's Mm -hmm. cool to like, he has that kind of legacy with, with like Bungie and stuff. Um, and like just voice acting talent in general, I think he will be, he'll make a really good, like Savala and like where we take that character in the future. Because yeah, it was always that question, right? Of like, now you know Lance passed away. What what's gonna happen? Are they just gonna? A lot of people were like, oh, he's just gonna kill him off randomly in a season. But that doesn't feel fully right to me, at least in my opinion. That would have been a little weird. But even though it's just like a weird circumstance kind of thing, will have been like, you know, he would have shown up and like, I don't, th- I don't think they ever considered like doing like some weird AI voice stuff. Of course, i I definitely don't think they would definitely. have done that, but <clears throat> as you shouldn't, yeah to make that for for yeah to just listening. yeah even <laughs> even yeah, for especially for like actors who have passed, but like definitely just not in general. that's mm. pretty pretty gross um but but yeah, you know, he's taking he's gonna be taking over in the final shape, um, and it's good to see like you know, having the final shape kind of be this like end point for the series. And Savala, obviously being one of the most prominent characters of the franchise, the heart of destiny, I would say. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'd agree with that. Yeah, definitely. Especially
1: now, like season of the like year of the witch queen, like for sure. I mean, before then, definitely. But like, if you want to be, you know, iffy about it, like, like season of the haunted, like, is very much about Savala.
0: Yep. For sure, Uh, and like last, and Defiance Two was like he was a pretty big, pretty big role in,
1: but but Chosen especially, which was Beyond Light year. I I was going to say it's so funny, not funny, but you know, very coincidental. I was going to bring this up last week um, (laughs) because I was browsing Reddit, which you shouldn't do. Also, (laughs) don't do that. Don't. Uh, Warning here from from us. For here, I go on the cesspool that is destiny of the game <laughs> subreddit. Uh, so you don't have to. And a thread came up in not toxic thread came up about like, hey, do you think they should recast Zavala? And I would like when I thought about it the first time before this after Lance passed, I was like, I don't think so. I, I think you should maybe write the character off. It just didn't mm-hmm. feel right when it was so raw. It's been like two months, maybe. Yeah, it's been a couple um, months now, and probably probably longer. Honestly, yeah. And I was reading that thread, and and people were like, "Yeah, I I think Zavala is too important, and he's such a great character." Uh, and that was like the the response from a lot of people, which I was very happy to see because you know it shows how much everybody, us included, care about Zavala. Hmm. Uh, and somebody in that thread was like, "Yeah, the only person I could see being able to handle it would be someone like Keith David." And I hadn't considered Keith David, but I love Keith David, love him. Shout out to also uh, the Saints Row games if you've ever played them, where Keith <laughs> David appears as Keith David, yeah, uh, yeah. and is incredible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, so, so that had put that in my mind, and it really did. Was like, oh yeah, that's like maybe the one person I could see do this, uh, and then it turns out was him. I was like, okay, that is S- sick no qualms like it's gonna be very different and it's definitely gonna be weird yeah um it's gonna be like kind of a different character and and hopefully a slightly different take but for someone to pick up like the emotional nuance and the kind of fatherliness of zavala like he's he's every guardian's dad you know that's that's how we in the community think of him for better and worse, and like in, when him and Ichor are fighting, it's like, I'm a dad, are fighting everyone. Yeah, don't know, oh please. But like, that yeah. is such a unique and and part that's part of Destiny, you know. It, it's yes. so interesting when those characters interact in that way. Like, and, and I'm it, it's interesting to hear that we could potentially still have two seasons of Lance writing Savala, um, in some form, which is exciting. It means we get a little bit of a send off with him. Um, But like, especially this, the last scene from Season of the Deep with Zavala, Saladin, Saint, so good. One of my favorite, you know, Zavala scenes out there. Uh, And it just like it's such a tough thing to embody. Uh, He's gotten so much backstory and so much lore. So like the the feeling that it's like, yeah, I, I don't want them to just like write off Zavala's story. It is become like his struggle of faith has become in a way to me, the core story of destiny, right? Like obviously light and dark, but you know, every interesting, especially science fiction, story is like some kind of philosophical reflection on the universe. And that like I brought it up when we got to the end of the season of deep story, read the lore book for season of deep. If you haven't already, this is that last um, piece of the lore book that has the revelation. It's a conversation between Ikora and Zavala about this is where the witness comes from and that that line from Zavala at the end uh, in a written, not delivered, but written uh, still to his character of like, I always thought the traveler was coming to us to raise us up uh, to aid us. And instead, it was coming to us to ask for help. And that's like, you know, we, we've seen this curve of Zavala and his faith and all this. He's such a great like foil for the story of this. is This world is bigger than you uh, of like the small character who had a son, and had a wife and lost it all. So, yeah, I'm I'm really excited for his character to get the presumably ending of faith that that it, he deserves uh, and to have someone as like who gives a shit about the same things like that Lance Reddick gives a shit about, you know, like yeah. uh, the the different kinds of like civil rights and things and, and who cares clearly about the Bungie community who reached out, did the cool Twitter video saying like, hey, you know, I'm going to be Zavala now. It's nice to meet you all. I'm excited for this. And, and I love Zavala, too. Uh, yeah, it, it it's all good feelings. And I like that yeah very thorough as well
0: I 100 100 percent. yeah definitely definitely feels like they they had they had the, the idea in mind and yeah where where's the goes from there's interesting because yeah that's like a totally good point from like a story perspective that you brought up of like him kind of reconciling with like this notion that he's had for so long of the traveler and what what what, what purpose we have as like guardians or whatever and how that's been shifting more and more as we've like getting closer to this final final sequence. And now you know where I was going to have this final sequence. Man, I really hope we get like now that I know he's going to be there 100 percent right. Is still kind of you know with all the all the like the questions up in the air of like will he be there or will he not be there because of because of Lance's passing? We don't know. You know, just to, have to see what it is and what they decide as Bungie decides um, how to approach this stuff. You know, I think they ultimately. I think they did make the right choice by keeping Zavala in and continuing his story um, with an actor who does. Yeah, he seems really, really um, happy to kind of take the legacy and continue that. And you know, I really hope. I really love to see a moment of like the that fire team together again one last time. Yes, like the the Zvi- Now we now know for sure. Like Zavala. Like we see Icora and Cade in that teaser they showed us a couple months back. Now he knows Zavala will be around as well. Like they we were, def. I feel like there has to be that moment where they like come together for
1: this moment, for
0: like a big moment in that in that campaign. Now that's going to be really cool. You're yeah, really special, especially
1: like you think about the Red War campaign, like the Destiny Two campaign. That is like literally that campaign the old, yeah. is
0: them, bringing
1: the Vanguard back together.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, and that was that that was like some of the best moments of that the campaign for sure. We're having them all together and. Being like a, like the fire team they they talk about because they always talked about being a fire team, but that was like the first time they really showed it. And like now to see it again in this potentially again in this final moment in the, in the in this bigger story like could be really cool, really really cool yeah. moment. Because um, we know
1: like not all three of them this time around are going to make it out. Whether it be K just dies again or not, but right. Uh And I guess I guess we know Zavala is coming out. So guy yeah, Cory your
0: days are numbered. Oh, look <laughs> out.
1: Yeah, maybe uh, she just wants
0: to stay in the traveler or something. Yeah. Or, but, or like, could or could know, just mean like maybe they just don't have like the Vanguard as the Vanguard is not them anymore. Like they could still be yeah, around, but maybe they just go like, hey, maybe maybe this we we did that we had this and now it's time to like give to it give it to the new era. We could ha we could totally have also like another thing I thought of was like having the more proper Cade send off to like give like Crow his kind of moment because I know he's been very positioned yeah. as like the hunter vanguard passing you know, the torch and like having that moment, having him come back to be able to give that moment and more proper passing of that torch and maybe doing it, doing it in other places too for, other, for like either Zavala or Ikora as well and passing on to like a new, a new group to have like a new vanguard or whatever. could be really interesting as well.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> and, and an opportunity for new characters and things like that, like yeah. Nimbus, you know, Say what you will about Lightfall. I really like Nimbus. And every trip back to uh, Veil Containment, yeah. my w- yeah. weekly drip feed of lore, yeah. you're getting an Osiris commentary, but also Nimbus and their reflection on on oh, what does this mean for my people and, and the, yeah. the truth and lies I've been yeah, told. Yeah, so. it
0: changes like everything we knew. Yeah, everything they knew about that that stuff. Yeah, for sure. Um, really interesting. Anyway, yeah, I think we'll have one more. Thing next week because that'll be the last week for the season, so it'll definitely be interesting to, to, to hear that next week for sure. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, there was a lot of other news this week again. Yeah, we, we talked about we can get into this exotic, uh, exotic, uh, dev insights uh, uh, article they did for season 22 abilities and armor changes preview. That is the, the article I'm trying to talk about here. Um, but basically, you know, they kind of, you know, similar to last the start of last season, <clears throat> they kind of went back and looked at some exotics that maybe weren't getting the the limelight or were not were maybe underperforming, and they kind of gave them some new stuff and kind of uh, positioned them into in a better spot and gave them some buffs. Essentially, I will say I think this slate of ones was maybe not as exciting as those, but to be fair, we we haven't actually played with them in the game, so I could come out. Uh, feeling very differently about a couple of these, depending on how they feel once we get them in the game, because um, I would, because like again, like I didn't, Vesper of Radius was updated in that, and I didn't touch that all season, and then you know, very end of the season now I'm playing with, I'm like, okay, yeah, you know what this change was, very good, it's a pretty good exotic now, so so it could be a scenario with a lot of these exotics uh, near, um, but let's let's get into it. Uh, first, they start off by describing the hunters, uh the four new. Our updates to these four exotics that the hunter has. Uh, first up, we have the Knucklehead Radar, which I, I I I totally admit I forgot that one existed, and then it was like, oh right, oh right, right. These oh right, the <laughs> one the one with the big like like flashy radar on its face. Okay, I do I remember what it looked like, but I don't remember like I didn't remember its name it's like or the what Star it, Wars like does. Right? Yeah, sort of, kinda. Of. Um, but Knucklehead Radar, the functionality of the thro- Foe Tracer exotic another one i i <laughs> don't remember what it was here. <laughs> um helmet has been completely Fo-tracer removed
1: the star wars like
0: uh, removed from the exotic and added to knucklehead radar on top of its existing benefits um so again let me let me just pull i got i got you this is what i'm here for okay great so, okay Fo-tracer,
1: great sir relentless tracker visually marked targets Deals more damage to low health marked target, provides a small benefit to airborne effectiveness stats on all weapons. So that's the foe tracer exotic. So that now applies to knucklehead radar.
0: Yeah, and I guess that makes sense because it is like a big it has like the big radar thing you're using. Yeah. Um so sure, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and why n- not?
1: Knucklehead radar, so in addition, it will it also will still provide radar while you're aiming. Enhances aiming radar to- resolution when crouched.
0: Nice. Got it. Um, so, so sure. Yeah, that's, that's, that's fine with that. Having that all be in one now. Uh, but that's because, uh, right. And getting the Faux tracer stuff. Cause they basically took a, um, a seasonal uh, artifact mod and applied it to Faux tracer. So what's more or less happening here. I uh, was the buff it's getting. Um, so I'll just read here. We took some cues from the popular monochromatic maestro, artifact park from this one when you deal damage with one of your abilities you gain a damage bonus with weapons that have damage types matching your subclass damage type additionally when you defeat an enemy you've damaged with one of your abilities either with one another ability or with a weapon with a damage type matching your subclass you'll spawn one of the collectible objects associated with your subclass such as ionic traces and fire sprites so that's that's pretty interesting
1: yeah, that was last season. One of the yeah, tier, the maestro, the maestro four. one.
0: Yeah, it's like yeah. one of like the later tier ones, where yeah, you, you'd use the you, you'd match your ability, your your ability and your weapon type, and you would you would buff the damage of of the of I think the weapon or your abilities and stuff. And it kind of yeah. looped in itself. So this will do that, but also then generate the things for you, like like ionic traces and uh, your stuff. So yeah, that 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 could be really strong on some like across many abilities. Like I'm thinking of like yeah, being able to just use like a of like a void weapon with a void thing and using like, you know, throw your grenade, get a grenade kill. That gets you that can give you volatile rounds. Then you make a make a trace or you make a void breach from even from that <coughs> from the volatile rounds and from the the thing and then you're you're buffing the damage on top of that. And getting devoured, so like there's definitely a lot of loops that I'm like kind of thinking of already and um, um, that could be really fun
1: the there's obviously the, the new perk from the season on some weapons collective action that gives you a damage buff when you pick up right. a subclass item I feel like yeah yeah
0: yeah a whole
1: new swath of potentially raid weapons with that perk on it could pair with this really well and be really fun so yeah, yeah. I, I actually have my eyes on this one I'm never going to use it because I never touch my hunter but
0: <laughs> yeah I definitely want to see people like think of some builds with that. So, yes. Like I definitely think see that could see the potential there. Um, Lucky Raspberry, another one I I had to like double take and look up again. I was like, all oh, right, this is like a like a chest armor. Yes, so, like the Very late, ugly l- chest l- Yeah, armor. never like literally no one ever used. Yeah, because it had like it was not really that um, great. But this exotic was a little too unreliable in its current form, so we've taken a crack at streamlining its energy gains while leaving some of its benefits intact. The exotic still expands the chaining abilities of arc bolt grenades, but now instead of basing the grenade energy gains on those chains, each time you damage an enemy with the lightning strikes from the jolted condition, as well as each time you pick up an ionic trace, you gain additional grenade energy Um, We've also given this grenade the intrinsic ability to stun Overload Champions. Now that right there sounds very useful and interesting.
1: Yeah, so the original (laughs) perk is increases the chaining capabilities of the arc bolt bolt grenade and has the chance to recharge it each time it deals damage. A full change always recharges. It's definitely like, I imagine pairing this now with any gun with Volt Shot, right? Uh, Yeah. And you're kind of generating grenade fun... Automatically, yeah. that sounds kind of fun,
0: yeah. And then on top of just using the grenade, will get it give you back a bunch of energy if you're if you're jolting a bunch of targets with it, and, and you have the fragment that makes it so your grenades jolt. Like, yeah, you can do a lot of stuff with that. On top of now also stunning overload champs, yeah, like that's good. Yeah, that
1: needing to have jolt, yeah, and that's as
0: you need it from the first place, right? So, yeah, Def, definitely could be could be interesting for sure. Um, and then renewal grasps is uh, we've done the previous nerf industrial grenade cooldowns when using this exotic. Yeah, that's cool. Like that's just and all of PVP. Yeah, quests. <laughs> yeah, PVP is gonna feel that one for sure. And that when throwing around those giant ice uh, ice domes. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I I like using it in PVE even uh, for my stasis hunter. Like that can be like useful in some scenarios. So I, I'm I'm all for that having not uh, having that uh that could, that like a better cooldown for that, uh, Dustfield grenade. Um, this one, this one here is the only one. I'm, uh, this first one for the Titan here. I'm a little like, eh, about, um, mixed, mixed about it. Cause we were now encompassed four different exotics across the Titans repertoire. We have Icefall mantle, Doomfing poldrons pauldrons, path of the burning steps and eternal warrior. So in last season, the start of last season, when they did the first exotic pass, Path of the Burning Steps and Eternal Warrior already received uh, this uh, this uh, change. Um, and now they're including Icefall Mantle and Doomfang Pauldrons. Which, funny enough, we, t- we talked about these last week. Right at the end there, it was funny these came up. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, essentially. They
1: always talk about it before they
0: buff it. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah, it's yeah, it very funny how that worked out. Um, <clears throat> but basically, they added a. Escalating damage bonus to Ark and Solar Weapons, respectively, when you get kills with those damage types. We like that this gameplay is another way to get Surge-like bonuses, but the Eternal Warrior seemed to have the most reliable way to get up to tier 4 damage bonus. We've made some further changes to these perks to make them a little more reliable, while also expanding the functionality to two other exotics. Um, So, basically, here is the breakdown. Icefall Mantle. It grants an escalated bonus to stasis weapons damage when getting rapid kills, rapid stasis kills. Uh, when you activate your class ability, you immediately gain the highest tier bonus. Yeah, that's still, I'm, I'm, not, gonna, I'm not gonna lie, that still does not get me to use Icefall Mantle just because of the, the, the drawbacks Icefall Mantle has. Like, the only way you're gonna get me to use Icefall Mantle, and I think a lot of people are gonna feel the same way, is as, as removing that penalty. Or right, like you know that's just this that's just the, the reality you of it
1: eat your shield and then you slow down but yeah, you, you, yeah you slow
0: down and you can't you can't like do like i think you can't even do like a secondary jump but you just get an overshield for for casting it on yourself and i think it like technically is a better overshield. it might be a better overshield than some of the other ones but like still for the drawback is like you basically like can't move around and you just become a static thing and now you just like buff stasis weapons a lot where it's like I, I get there probably could be some like specific scenarios where it's like, yeah, you can use this with your chill clip fusion rifles and I'm probably thinking. be okay. But like, like where, like, you know, what, where else you're going to really use this? Like, yeah, I just, again, I think for me, it still just comes down to like, as long as I, I fall mantle has that, that debilitating kind of movement thing. I have no real interest in using it regardless, like, regardless of what they do. That's just me yeah. personally.
1: I'm thinking like optimal usage here would be eat shield over shield and then eat super with egg or scepter and unload. Right. Uh, sure. Essentially in, in a well to get as many stacking damage bonuses. I, I think that would be like the most optimal usage case, but even still. Yeah I, yeah, I don't know if yeah. I, I want to see someone do that. Just yeah, like
0: people. yeah, that's going to be an edge across like damage testing video yeah, exactly. for sure, <laughs> for sure. And like that could be like cool for a moment, but then I feel like it's still. I don't know. I just I don't know. I don't know if, I don't know if see it coming uh, to, to fruition. Now this like the one out of all four of these, I will say that has me most interested is now Doom the Doomfink Paldron, variant of this, uh, where it grants an escalating bonus to void weapon damage. When getting void, rapid void kills, when you get a void melee kill, you immediately gain the highest tier bonus. So, like, that immediately plays into Doomfake Pauldrons again, where it is, you know, you, you use, when you're getting shield kills, it give, gives you increased super back. So that makes, like, your, your super, like, much longer because you're just, you know, just, like, hurl the shield around Captain America style and go crazy with it and keep getting your super... Uh, back really fast, and that plays better with that. You know what I was saying last time, where like there was no real, there's no real like synergy with like the actual throwing uh Sentinel Shield like melee as as much with Pink Pugil. Where now I feel like there can be with this, where you know, you throw your shield, you know you get you get you throw your shield, you get you get the kills, you get an over shield, and then you can then you, that buffs your that buffs your, super buffs your. Void weapons that you use with that as well, so you can that can be, I think, a pretty effective use of that. Um, I will say, I, th- I think I don't know, like that's still that this definitely rises up as like a better like. Well, now do I want to use this versus that other um, void arm? The second chance that gives you like the two shield throws, and you get weaken and anti barrier and stuff. I think I still think I might lean towards that a little bit more ultimately, but at least want to like try this because like, like this could be interesting um, for sure. Um with <clears throat> Path of Burning Steps, uh, getting solar grenade kill now grants the highest tier solar weapon damage bonus. So that's also I think that's just giving that an additional thing to what it could do before. I know I know people were not a fan of Path of Burning Steps getting this because it was taking like a big nerf to this exotic, even though it was not like a super meta exotic to begin with. Um because just because of the like the surge kind of tier bonuses damage bonuses they give. What was overall less than the damage bonus perding steps could give before that. Yeah. Um, so that's just so that's just uh is what it is. Um and then <coughs> Eternal Warrior, they uh they're doing since the exotic only grants its highest tier damage bonus automatically when your super ends, which is rare which is a rare occurrence. Duration of the Archwoman damage bonus when your fist attack super ends has been extended to thirty seconds up from ten seconds. So that's pretty a pretty big significant uh, time increase there, man. They really want people to use Eternal Warrior, <laughs> uh, like they really they really want it, man. Like I don't know, like I, I just made a new Arc build this season, but I'm using Skullfort, and that just feels mm-hmm. like so much nicer to any more general use sense because it's really just like you get you get a melee kill or an Arc melee kill, and then you literally just immediately start regaining health like immediately. And with a yeah. with Thunderclap, like, you can just, you can just so easily just, I can, like, literally just run around and do that near-infinitely as long as I'm hitting enemies and taking enemies out with it. Like, I just continually just have that bunch, and I'm continually getting health back. I'm making orbs for myself that also, like, give me health back and super energy and other stuff, um, giving me, like, you know, uh, the, you know, also getting, like, amplified and stuff. So, it's just, yeah, I, 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 I give them, I give them a lot of... Uh, you know, hey, they're they're trying they're trying their best to get people to use Eternal Warrior. I don't know if this will get me to do it, but I might. But there are definitely people who are to try it now. I just I just see that weird optimal setup of like, where's where what what scenario am I am I going to be in in most occurrences in this game where I'm like using Fist of Havoc, have, running around using Fist of Havoc to like do a bunch of stuff, and then benefiting from like like a bunch of weapon damage right after I use my super. I'm trying to think of the scenarios where like that be like an
1: ad clear into a boss damage like clearing an ad yeah. around people that are doing damage and then you join them with like what's it like the the hothead or something you know, right There's certainly a scenario, but you're probably not using Fist of Havoc is is the reality. Yeah. yeah, you're probably using Thunder Crash so you can get it over with and then get back in the well and do more damage.
0: Right, exactly. That's, so, that's, that's exactly what I'm thinking. But so,
1: I appreciate that there are other things you could be doing.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's definitely what that that uh that falls back to of like they're trying to Destiny to, to-
1: players. At they're at our core. We're very lazy, and when we find the thing that works really yeah, well, the
0: optimal. The, so, I, I mean, I think that's just. I think also like the see, I, I will say in like this maybe not just a Desi thing. That's just like MMOs, and like the, yes. the MMO mindset is always like find the optimal optimize, strats, optimize, 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 and like once that's once that optimization has been set in and people have that, it's very hard to like get them off of that. So like I, I give them all. I give them all the the, uh, the uh <laughs> the respect for like trying to trying to push the stuff as much as they can, um, yeah. To to do that without without nerfing, just outright like, nerfing like the things. Yeah, this is you would, you, you would consider productive. right. You would consider. I I definitely prefer this overall. Like make the make these things potentially more interesting, and also like you know again with Lightfall, like definitely one of the positives was getting loadouts, and that definitely has like pushed me like made me more interested in making more builds. Like I like I was saying, like I was gonna say. Um, once we talked about what we have kind of getting doing to get ready for the next season I've made I made that I made that and the just first god <laughs> I made I made <laughs> we'll the, I made later. I made the um, uh, Vesper of Radius arc build on my Warlock to mess around with that's very fun I made another one with Felwinter's Helm that is like I saw this like really interesting build that's like um, synergizing like the like the, the all like the, the the finisher to get invis but it also makes like the uh the void explosion the volatile to explosion. put volatile on it but also because it's like that's considered a melee that tr- that procs fell winters as well yep. and makes like the debuff so you're literally just putting like multiple debuffs on enemies at once at the same time and you're just you just become like a like an ad clearing machine because you can also be getting like you know killing the the, the debuffed enemies makes the breaches which gives you you know, can continue to give you like devour and stuff. And then you can also use the, the, the child of the old gods to also, so you basically, it's basically just like a crazy debuffing top glass t- that like, you know, so you can kind of almost like, you know, play play survivability for yourself with like invis and devour, but also kind of play like a very offensive and like almost even support too, because you're debuff, yeah. de- debuffing so much stuff. So it just looked really cool. Um, I cool idea for, for a build, so I, I made that up and definitely want to mess around with it probably in the new season. Um, but but anyway, that, that's Warlocks. We're still talking about Titans <laughs> exotic updates that are coming next season. Let's get back to that. So, next we have the one, this is definitely one I have not heard in quite some time. I feel like this was like a bigger one in year one, Destiny 2, and it's just not been like mentioned at all. Um, it was part of the the Glaive update, so uh, yeah. that's
1: when I last heard it,
0: yeah. So ACD um, feedback fence. Um, this exotic got uh, a complete mechanical rework and now ties into the armor charge system, increasing its versatility and making it more useful in scenarios where you might not be taking a lot of melee damage. Uh, with a new perk, uh, which completely replaces the old, when melee hits give me- when melee hits give you an armor charge excuse me, um, when melee hits uh, give you an armor charge, you take reduced melee damage while you have that armor charge. Taking melee damage causes you to emit a burst of arc damage that jolts targets consuming your armor charge and dealing more damage based on the number of stacks consumed. Note that the damage dealt by the burst of arc damage should be comparable to that of the current damage of 0-3 stacks of armor charge. So, that's interesting. So, so it kind of reminds me of the, like, the mods we have now where it's like you know you do the um like the, the kick essentially like the kickstart grenades where it's like you, yeah once you practice thing depending on the armor charge you're getting a certain you're getting but this is like getting a you know a burst of arc um so that's cool um f- interesting but i don't know if that's i, th- I don't know if that's something i'll, I'll again will we'll get me off of the the current arc build i have um but but still cool nonetheless if it still works
1: with glaives, which was like the the last change they made to A C D feedback fence, um that could be interesting. I'd be, sure. I'd be curious like what the, the damage output of that or how protective you can be with that. Right.
0: Yeah. That'd be that could be interesting for sure. Arc arc jolting glaive build coming coming in season twenty two. Um <clears throat> last one, which this one's like mysterious in a way that makes me really wanna uh, get, get ready for! it. I always like this uh, exotic in general for the Titan. That's Hollow Fire Heart. Um, this uh, uh, this exotic often <clears throat> this exotic often stands in the shadow of the more ubiquitous Heart of Immortal Light. Uh, to remedy that, we've removed its base energy to solar abilities and replaced it with a perk that let you build more into sunspots. We think you'll be seeing many more sunspots in the battlefield as a result. As for the perk that greatly increases your ability to regenerate, when you're super slow charged, we left that as is. So, I'm going to be able to make a bunch more sunspots with Hall Fire Heart. They didn't really specify how that'll work. They're yeah. leaving it up to that, I'm, but I'm definitely that makes me more curious, because um, you can already, even with, like, you know, you, you're on a Titan and you have, you know, you're, ha- you're throwing hammer, uh, and like you have, like, a scorched, like or like, incandescent weapon, you can make a lot of um, so in sunspots, as it is already, so, uh, that could be really, that could be really interesting if you're e- gonna be able to make even more on top of that now with hollow fire equipped. Um, and on top of it, having your abilities come faster with your super fully charged. That's cool. Yeah, I'm definitely, I will definitely pull that back out, uh, to see what's up with that, because that was one I used, uh, for quite a while. Um, I, w- I was not, uh, like most in, in jumped ship immediately to the helm. Uh, when it first dropped, but um, I did—I definitely did uh, convert to it eventually. When I started doing like solo dungeons and stuff, because that definitely where it comes in very clutch. But I always just liked Hollow Fire One because it just looks cool. And I had like and I had, had liked my look that I had that that definitely did did a lot of uh, winning me overs, just you know the the drip game of course. Of course. <clears throat> um, but also I just like the I like the you 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 can have like. We, you know, when you're running a lot of general content, it was really nice just because, you know, you're not really using your super all the time. But so, you know, you're you you're super up a lot. That's just constantly having your abilities regen super, super fast. Uh, what we went with that um, already on all of fire arts. You just have a lot of abilities going off um, pretty easily um, on top of like with like specking with mods and stuff. It was still pretty potent. Um, but yeah, that'll be a fun one, I think. Uh, so that's Titans Stun. Last we have Warlocks uh, for the new uh, the new ones here. Uh, we have just got four here for the Warlock as well. Uh, first up, Astrocite Verse. Um, we've added two more pieces of functionality to this exotic. Where I know normally I think normally this one is like the one where it's like all about Blink. Where you get like a better Im- Blink, improved Blink, improved is Blink. Is uh, yes. yeah, is all that's uh, what Astro- Astrocyte Verse does now currently. <laughs> enemies near you so this is what it's getting so it's getting two more things Um, enemies near you when you blink become volatile excuse me again additionally when you're using the nova warp super the dark blink ability no longer consumes super energy so
1: and as a reminder to the kiddos that missed it last season when Roman supers got updated a fully charged nova warp explosion makes enemies volatile as well
0: yeah like
1: so playing
0: into the v- volatility fantasy the volatility fantasy of blink yeah that could be interesting I, I i again i've never really messed with blink jumping a lot so i don't know how th- i'll feel with that
1: will <laughs>
0: <laughs> i, I do, <laughs> and that's like the one thing i will say is i think i should say versus like a cool looking exotic at least yeah uh, i like the look of it but yeah like i just yeah the blink is definitely like eh, i don't know if i need that i'm I like that but Nova Warp too it's funny like when I watched a bunch of people you know give their commentary on this they just joke about how everyone yeah. no uses Nova Warp <laughs> yeah it's pretty funny um, but I mean like granted you take I think like how this reads to me is like I think you technically could just run this exotic and not run blink and still just get the Nova Warp uh, yeah. Energy super um, ability. You guys, you would have just been losing out, losing out like the blink, blinking around and making enemies volatile stuff. But you know, yeah, every, it you is know.
1: like free volatility. Like you're just jumping and making people volatile with a two yeah. second cooldown on blink. So that's that's not yeah. nothing. But like, you know, catch me. Yeah, using blink when I'm dead. You <laughs>
0: yeah, know? That's all yeah, I'm that's saying. yeah, that's that's just gonna lead to a lot of deaths for. Guardians, you are not familiar with using Blink after all these years, for I've sure. I've given it. I feel <laughs> as a
1: lifelong permalock, I feel like I've given it the old college dry multiple times, and I just
0: yeah, just can't, just can't, just can't get onto it. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I, I don't, I don't know if yeah, this would push me to either do that. Especially now that I said, like I said, I just said I set up that other, a different Void build with uh, Felwinters Winters that I want to mess around with. So I don't know if I'll do a a third. Uh, volatile here unless unless people unless at the end of the season comes out it turns out this is like super cracked or whatever who knows but i i don't think so it. but you know you <laughs> never know you I never know
1: Next to doubt
0: right now yeah i know right <laughs> yeah we'll have to see um yeah. but next up um you know the 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 exotic people uh, finally wanted updated They couldn't wait. They were shaking for Geomag stabilizers to get back their super sprinting. Oh, wait. Um, While we've often heard calls to restore the perk that lets you top off your super energy by sprinting, the legacy of the incentive still creates some pretty silly play patterns. You wouldn't say, Bungie. Instead, we wanted to give players a way to get more super energy, no matter how charged their super is. So now picking up an Ionic Trace while wearing this exotic will grant Guardians additional super energy. Now I know this, I this is laughing is, <laughs> because Mike is talking directly <laughs> to one of our friends. Right <laughs> she called me out last time, even though I wasn't actually directing it at her. So now I'm directing it at her. You're never getting this. You're never getting it. They said it right here in this least, dang twelve. they said it. You know, you know they, they said it out right. Like they took it off for a reason. I'm sorry. I, I get why it was like people liked it. It felt like you were gaming the system running in a stupid circle to get your super back in this GM or whatever but you're not getting it back I think this change. I, th- I think though, this is, is, like, is cool I do think this is cool yeah
1: this is like th- I'm thinking about pairing this with cold heart which makes ionic traces like it's raining Christmas right yeah now.
0: you can make a ton with uh, that and like throwing a grenade in general just like you can have that make generate ionic traces the super itself I believe when you have it stuck on an enemy generates ionic traces so you'll probably just get a bunch of this will probably also help refund super back to you by getting those ionic traces after you get super or whatever so i think this mm. yeah i think it could be cool i this i don't be very potent but. um i but, but yes I, I get it is not the thing the thing what people will want but as they stayed here they don't they don't want that I don't they don't want that play pattern and they don't want that's not what they want anymore um, so I, I yeah, and I'm I, I'm totally cool with that. I'd rather them just that was a that was an era of this exotic. It is it is not here anymore. Just let it let it live in the past and accept your new Geomax Stabilizers as they are now. Just accept your new child as it is. Right.
1: That's all I'm saying. I, the thing <laughs> is, like they they really nerfed it because of PvP, right? Like that was right. You could pop I, it and get a single kill, and then you can cancel chaos. we one of the few supers you can cancel and get like half of the super back. Right. And then get a couple kills and then run to top off. Like it was a very, very unforgiving loop in PVP. This like helps it not be as nerfed in PVE. Yeah. Um, So I think it'll swage some of those people. And uh, yeah, I think you'll end up getting your super a lot depending on how much energy you get from
0: my own races. Yeah. And, And I would admittedly say, Again, I I, we, I was there for many GMs watching other people on my on my GM team run in circles in this corner of a GM while we before we go into a fight to get your super back. I would also personally say that is, um, you know, abusable, very abusable tactic, just as much as it it was in PVE that it was in PVP. You I think sure. you can make that argument, and I think that's ultimately where they stand where like that's what they're saying when they they're not calling it out as like it was they originally called it out as busted in PvP but they're saying here like yeah they don't want that tactic silly pa- what was like the word the exact words silly were play patterns. silly play patterns <laughs> some pretty silly p- play patterns and they were all right I was there I lived th- I, loved- <laughs> I lived through them with with them um, and you know it just has to you just gotta let it die. It's over. Destiny Destiny's an ever changing video game. Dead gonna, game. <laughs> get it out of here. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's fine. They, they wouldn't give my, They wouldn't fix PvP. They they put Gambit in the ground, and now they won't even fix Geo stabilizers.
1: I forgot about Geo Garbage.
0: Game. Game. <laughs> absolute. That's that, that's that was what they wanted there too. Absolute fair. garbage game. How dare uh, they? But anyway, am, we're, we're I'm getting
1: surprised. That they bumped your bags again.
0: To be honest, <laughs> I I figured they were gonna do something to it because enough people were like saying they they wanted something done to it because it does did not feel as potent as it was. I just yeah. definitely like I think again it just took so long because again I think they just weren't gonna do the thing because yeah. it was always a thing where they just I don't think they were ever there was ever plans to be like oh yeah we're we're gonna revert that top off again baby like no. So I don't think that was ever ever in the cards, unfortunately. Mike,
1: you say this though, like scroll up five hundred words, and it's like we
0: re- we undid the buff to renewal grass.
1: So like <laughs> there is still a dark future
0: ahead of us when that's possible. Yeah, you know, sure sure, I guess. But I, I don't know, personally I would say like you know, they, they make they clearly there was a difference between what why yes, they why they reversed saying, that and, like, Reverse this. You're, you're sure. You're you're right. Like Sometimes def- wild maybe shit maybe they could just yeah maybe they could do it. They could or make a new exotic that essentially does like the topping off on its own or something like that.
1: Yeah. Or I'm or excited something. about this though because because in it, this is in addition to it extending chaos reach. So right. Maybe I'll actually have a reason to run Geomax.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely definitely worth putting them on again and seeing what it does. I definitely feel pretty content though personally with my. The arc builds I have these days with the uh, the getaway artist arc buddy kind of had clear builds yeah. and now this vesper build it's just yeah it's so very fun to me. Have
1: uh, to pry fallen Sunstar out of my cold dead hand. I love <laughs> that with with arc. I just love having big chunks of energy every ionic trace
0: you get. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, but any, anyway, we have another one that I I totally forgot existed since the yeah. the destiny two year one days. Uh, Wings of Sacred Dawn. Uh, Leaning into the orbital weapons platform fantasy, we wanted to help players have a way to stay aloft longer, especially in target-rich PvE environments. Typically, reloading was the main cause of the float to end. This exotic now automatically reloads solar weapons, including the weapons you are holding, from reserves each time you get a kill while aiming down sights try this one out with xenophage is what they say that does this does sound pretty pretty ridiculous now Yeah,
1: it's same problem i think it does give a little damage resist now it didn't
0: used to yeah i think they did add some like resist on or like something that was the
1: first buff that it got um i was actually thinking like it would be really fun to do this with gallhorn <laughs> yeah, you're just up
0: there. And yeah, I think somebody called also a
1: whole seven rockets yeah. while floating in the Some, sky. Somebody
0: also called out eyes of tomorrow and just having the yeah. volley, the volley rockets. Yeah, that could be they're, wild they're too. Like,
1: yeah, I am a floating missile delivery service. Like, there's there's a fun yeah. like gambit strat with that. I think for <laughs> sure, but
0: flying around, yeah,
1: you're you're definitely gonna get like in any GM, you will get a headshot. Yeah,
0: yeah, you're definitely just there. getting wrecked if you're flying around with that for sure in most most content but yeah I could, I could see it being for some silly shenanigans just in like general content or something Xena's, Xena's a fun call out for this yeah, it's fun. yeah for sure um, and then, then the last one we have here for the Warlock uh, Winter's Guile uh, due to the nature of the Stasis Warlock's melee ability this exotic was previously a disappointing choice for that subclass We've added a new perk to this one specifically for when you are playing your stasis subclass. Now, combatants cased in your Penumbra Blast melee will automatically shaft shatter after a short delay. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. That just, is
1: like a fair call. I like Winter's Guile quite a bit. It also works with glaives mm-hmm. uh, for folks out there. There's a lot of really fun solar builds with the Incinerary Snap because it's, it's definitely one of the more potent melees out there where you can like do the hop and do the snap and kill five enemies get it back right away yeah because of uh, the the one aspect and heat rises and then you have like a fully charged like absolutely wreck some shit up winter snap like ready to go um so that it being able to work in some unique way with stasis is actually cool
0: yeah it's in, it's in the name right winter's guile stasis like that's just like a an easy that's by an easy one it is like oh yeah why not just have have that that synergy with that so yeah that's cool i don't know if it would it, it'll give me the the reason to do that more or not but I guess we'll see yeah um and then of course I'll, I'll
1: try this out for sure of all of these this is the one i i want to try out the most
0: nice okay um as with, and then the the, the top of here is as with any changes we make we're going to while we'll be watching data and feedback um and then we will, they will we're already working on the next round of exotic armor tooting for future seasons so stay tuned so they're gonna be doing more Exotic changes, so don't worry, Quince Invest. Your day will come.
1: <laughs> there's always one, there's always swear one. To God, put, put Promethium Spurs back on the list. Promethium,
0: Promethium Spurs back. Of the list. I mean, they 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 touched back up these ones they did literally last season again, so like I, I, they, I think that, I, I can see them switching back around, uh, to that for stuff for sure. Um, so next up, they go into ability previews. Um, so now they're they're. This is the good stuff here. There's a, there's a lot of stuff in here. I would say a lot of it's a lot of it is more uh, focused towards PvP. Um front loaded stuff. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the, the front loaded stuff.
1: stuff is is
0: definitely know. definitely. I'll I'll just call it. Here's the four things they say uh, here at the top here before I will get into the, the actual things here. Uh, hey, folks! Combat gameplay team. Combat gameplay team here to run through the ability changes coming to season twenty two later this month. Before we get into it, the actual changes, let's go over the, the goals for this release. Uh, reduce the uptime potency of barricade abilities, particularly in the high-level PvP activities. Reduce the potency of Striker Titan in high-level PvP activities, both in neutral game and when supers come up. And correct the one-size-fits-all nature of Suspend in the Combat Sandbox. Rebalancing our Strand fragments Suite to bring up some of the underperforming options and normalize the potency of overperformers. So they start off here just talking about the barricades, and they go on to say, like, yeah, barricades is still just a really strong thing, Um, and they've done already a bunch of stuff to it, like having, like, you know, certain things, like anti-barrier weapons, doing more damage to them in PvP, exotic weapons, origin traits, like subclass buffs, they've done a ton and ton of stuff, and so they are now also... Uh, drastically increase, increasing um, the the cooldown for the towering barricades of the one that's the taller one. They're doing that. They're, that's going up from uh, 48 seconds to 70 seconds. So quite a big uh, increase there. Uh, the maximum health is being reduced um, from 600 to 500, but the damage resistance versus PVE combatants increased to compensate. So it's effectively staying the same in PVE. Besides like the the much longer cooldown um <clears throat> but yeah um you are gonna be but uh this again uh it'll still ultimately still kind of defend in the same ways um but yeah, that's you know i that's you know this' is very p v p focused they said specifically they wanted this to be kind of the high level um there's a lot of high level play where uh Titan is seems very strong right now in p v p circles especially in like stuff like trials and like the lower player count competitive stuff. It just seems that strong. So definitely um, we'll do a couple more. They do a couple more nerfs here. Like they said, they focused on the arc Titan. Um, so they, they kind of, they kind of do go over this. I don't want to go over every single minute thing here on it, but I'll just call out the, the nerfs they're making essentially. Um, so they wanted, they wanted to uh, go after Thundercrash crash here because, you know, they, they kind of say here that like, you know, It has a lot of uh, similar cadences to a roaming super because you can move around with it, so it can still be as effective as a roaming super Um, and and some stuff like that so they are increasing its base cooldown time from 500 seconds to 556 seconds matching the majority of our roaming supers so they basically just, you know it's going to take a little longer to get Thundercrash, that's okay Um, and the last thing for Arc Titans is the melee stuff they reduce the damage bonus versus players uh, from the knockout uh i think that's the that's the aspect the melee, uh, aspect. The melee aspect yeah and the, that's going from 50 to 30 so it's a pretty big uh pretty big downsize. but i know that was something that's still really effective in uh PV- pvp because you can kind of yeah. deal like a quick one two uh and get like f- easy kills that way with with that for sure um <clears throat> so yeah those across the board uh, yeah you know again we are not the the, the the hardest of hardcore PvPers over here, so you know these would just be changes that you know we'll have to see what people other people think about those, right? And if they if they make any big significant dent in the issues some PvP folks have in that higher end uh, stuff. Yeah, so.
1: it's it's one of those things like you know cooldowns. It it feels like has been that is like the thing that affects both. It's PvP and PvE right yeah. is it's really we've gotten to the point where it's just cooldowns like damage is always like adjusted separately right. um, and things like that except for like objects you can create and even say like they adjusted PvE damage to barricades so that way that would feel not changed but they would be squishier in PvP mm-hmm. uh, so it, it definitely feels like it, it's always to me like the all right, we had to increase the cooldown that's their like last case scenario they don't yeah. want to do it but they do do it but also yeah, they do, do it in pve cooldowns are not
0: yeah <laughs> like, you can you can totally build doesn't into, matter you can totally build into stuff to like make this like not much a matter of a thing of or, or like put on mo- like i you know run mods that like help you get your barricade back faster yeah. if you really need it so yeah. so yeah and,
1: and there's more wait. waiting is more of an option you know
0: yeah <laughs> so, yeah uh, totally.
1: So, so I don't think it's going to be that much of a nerf. It'll, I think you'll definitely feel it, but also I wonder if this will make rally barricades more enticing. They have a yeah.
0: much shorter cooldown. I, I definitely, I definitely think in some cases they could be, they could be, uh, for sure.
1: On, like Strand Titan, for example.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, but considering Strand Titan is getting also, I think this is they're going to be hurt the most from this because of the the next part. Where, as they said, kind of those four things is they kind of wanted to kind of uh, crack down on y'all kind of intensive purpose use of suspend uh, for Strand. And yeah, I kind of I kind of get it having been been. a year times as a as a X-9 Gilded Conqueror as of this past week and going through the GMs this past season. Like, yeah, like it's suspend kind of makes some of those GMs like a joke it's it's too good it's 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 pretty it's pretty strong and like it they even call it out here which I I can read some of it here but you know it 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 definitely feels very eclipsing of something like like stasis and its use cases in endgame content because of where it is and that's to say like you know well I'll get into the specific nerfs here I still think suspend it will probably still be fine just because yes, of how agreed. many ways you can you can approach it and have access to it like again like I'm running I'm not even running like the swarmer like exotic for my barricade to do the like the three burst suspend I have armatarium on which gives me two suspend grenades and I still have my barrier so there's three ways I can suspend just from that alone or i have my super as well on a titan so i think you you, you'll still have plenty of ways to use suspend i think it'll just be a little bit more like you have to be more on it when when do when do when to pop it and when to use it rather than now where it is really just like there was multiple gms where i was like just willy-nilly just hucking a grenade into a crowd all of them are strung up we just you know clear out the entire room like corrupted which was considered at one point the hardest GM in this video game I, I now can confidently say after playing it this past week I think it is now one of the more easier GMs in this game and that is singularly because of Strand and Suspend yeah. Titan it's like, just it's, like it, it, it became a joke of, we were talking uh, about earlier
1: um, the, Yeah, I did a lot of grinding for um what's it Fallen Saber uh, after we recorded last week's episode uh, and yeah I mean it's like I wanted to try out Vesper of Radiance but I was running strands the whole time and I was just having too much fun uh, and it, you know I, I talked about it before a couple of weeks ago I think of like it is fun all like you know I suspend an overload champion and then like an arc Titan throws a grenade on it to jolt it and it's suspended, and, just, and we're just pulling. Yeah, and we're just pulling <laughs> these. It. Just these. to this point. Yeah, uh, and, and, and you, it's you still and you st- for thirteen <laughs> seconds. You know, it's like Jesus. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you can, so you can melt them. You can melt them in most cases. Um, so yeah. let's let's. So I'll get in here. I'll get in here. Here's kind of the main things they uh, they called out was uh, first suspend. We played with a variety of suspend times during strain development, and then a long duration to differentiate diver- suspend from stasis freeze also in the lack of the Shatter equivalent with additional disable time. Uh, Even seeing the way it's played out in a live game, we don't believe that this is the right place for Suspend to live. We want it to to shift both its uptime and potency for a few reasons. Suspend is currently a skeleton key that solves combat problems against all combatant types. Yes, Mm. Uh, Its it's current duration heavily steps on the toes of Stasis Freeze, which we want to keep at the highest potency disable in the sandbox. Um, and the uptime of suspending atoms doesn't allow for meaningful player decision making when choosing when and where to place a hard disable. Carry lit- literally, <laughs> literally, what I just said.
1: <laughs> Take a um, break, make a
0: sandwich. Like that's yeah, what suspense yeah, is at right now. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, to address these problems, we're making a suite of changes to both suspend and its supporting atoms to better carve out a healthier role for suspend. Suspend in the sandbox. The base of surging reduced significantly. We further reduce it against champion combatants to ensure that the remain of kirk. Core focus in combat, a problem for the fire team's survivability that needs to be addressed with urgency. Um, so here is the, uh, the the changes they're making here. So suspend is getting its uh, suspend uh, duration versus non champion PV combats reduced from uh, eight seconds to five seconds. Uh, threat of continuity now extends its duration to seven seconds, uh, now down from twelve seconds. Twelve seconds. Twelve seconds. <laughs> he used to Jesus. add. With that, what, but it's still gonna be you know it's still gonna be like basically now like, well, you, you when you have thread of continuity on it it'll, it'll now be what it base 70%. was now without it, yeah. Which is still under yeah. I think it's still pretty strong. Um, reduce the suspend duration versus champion combatants from eight seconds to three seconds, four seconds with thread of grenade. That's pretty. That's pretty yeah, that's brutal. brutal. Um, yeah. Increase snap damage that, uh, dealt to suspended base combatants by sixty seven percent um this yeah. i
1: didn't even know that you could damage with suspend bosses
0: this the, s- yeah, the snap snapping damage
1: i does. didn't know like yeah, I didn't know that you was see, the thing either you see the threads on them and then they break away from it and that does damage i didn't even realize yeah this. i, d- I did i did not up either 67 percent though so that's nice
0: yeah so that'll be interesting of using it as like a a big damage thing to bosses i guess i have no idea just like um,
1: throw a suspend grenade
0: during a DPS phase, I guess you know. Yeah, sure. Um, so, so they are also they're also adjusting some some two th- uh, two of uh, the aspects or not aspects fragments that uh, definitely help helped a lot uh, with the, yeah. the the suspending stuff. Um, reduced class energy gain. This is a threat of mind. Reduced class energy gain based on the tier of the de- the uh, defeated target. So minor combatants uh, get. Um, f- uh, f- Used to give uh, 15% more. Uh, I forget exactly what is the threat of mind.
1: The threat right of mind is defeating suspended targets grants class
0: ability energy. Got it. Okay. So this is just going to be giving reduced um, de- reduced uh, class ability and energy from uh, minor combatants. Specifically going from,
1: targeting hunters on this one, I think.
0: And, yeah. and titans. I yeah, titans. Yeah. yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, minor combatants reduced from uh, 15 to 10. Major combatants, 25 to 15. And then boss champions and mini-bosses, 50% to 25%. So yeah, pretty big. That was generous, man. Yeah, that was was a lot. Um, (laughs) So next up is uh, Threat of Generation. Reduced overall energy gain per damage event against PvE and combatant by about 20%. Uh, the energy energy. gain multiplier uh, across primary weapon archetypes. Wanted to bring the energy gains for dealing damage with precision weapons and Fully automatic weapons closer together.
1: Yeah, this is the g- <clears throat> dealing damage grants grenade energy.
0: Yeah, I think that this one's going to be felt across the board for classes uh, for sure. Yeah, I think more than or the most
1: percent is not as much as I thought it would be to be honest.
0: Yeah, but yeah, that's that's definitely going to be that's definitely gonna be a lot. Um, overall, we do see efficiency of fully automatic primary weapons and increased efficiency of precision weapons. So there you go. So if you're
1: using a scout, you're not losing energy if you were used in an auto for example. Yeah. That makes sense.
0: Yeah, for sure. That's that's definitely good to bring them more online.
1: Here's the exciting stuff
0: <clears throat> Yeah, so now so now yeah cuz they're making these kind of big nerfs to suspend. Um now they're kind of uh, going to be going through some of the other major keywords for strand and trying to buff these up to kind of make way for potentially new ways to to do it. So this this could be an interesting shakeup for sure. Um, In combination with these changes to spend, we want to shift some of the potency to other strand atoms uh, to allow for more diversive options for strand users. Um, So here we go. So the first one up is Threadlings. Threadlings damage versus PV combatants increased by 30%.
1: That's a lot.
0: That's a lot. I'll still be curious to see... How effective that is because, like, st- yeah. I still think thread things can be a little inconsistent, but I could see that being. I mean, I think it'll be a thing where, like, it's gonna obviously feel way more effective, specifically for a warlock, cause, yeah. because they have things where you can immediately just make a bunch of them all at once and use yeah. that compared to the other classes. So, I think it'll be, you know, they'll be felt probably way more on that, where, like, on a hunter or a titan. I guess you could use threadling grenades with them, but like and I still hunters I st- got the uh, the decoy makes threadlings. the well. decoy yeah makes a couple threadlings as well so that can make that a little stronger. They did also we'll get to that they did buff that a little bit more. I've been using that and I do like that. Uh, and they're that, buffing the, that thing as well. Um,
1: the fragment that generates threadlings. as Well, yeah. So so I'm I mean I'm I'm very curious how this affects needle storm. Um,
0: yeah, excess that could, damage that
1: that creates. You know? Yeah, that's a good
0: point. So this is this feels more than anything like a substantial buff to warlocks. Yes. It's like w- across the board for all these things. Very excited. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then um, tang- they they reduced tangle cooldown once again from that was fifteen seconds now it's down to twelve seconds. I still Finally. I still personally would like that to, to make, maybe yeah, make that like maybe ten. Maybe.
1: Yeah, ten. I
0: think it like ten seconds.
1: Give me a fragment that reduces it more, you know. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, and then, lastly, their uh, sever is getting uh, now has uh, now they're getting their damage reduced even more. Buff, uh, was originally thirty percent, now it's forty percent, so that's kind of cool. Um, this is
1: really interesting. I'm I'm very curious about sever um, mm-hmm. because they're changing this, and you know, we're going to talk about the fragments in a second, but. The, the sever fragment where it's like get precision hits, rapid precision hits to create a severing burst. That is now going to be easier to trigger. Yeah. So I, I wonder like if there's a strong scenario where you're pounding down a boss and you can sever it to actually you know, not have to use a well or something. I, I think there's interesting applications.
0: Yeah, I, I still I still personally don't see that happening just because it's not that big of a damage decrease Forty percent is a lot. Yeah, but like it's it's you know forty
1: percent. Let's but, say you're using a rift instead of a well, right? Like you still have something, but like it could be enough to tilt the scales in survivability,
0: right? Sure, I guess. And and I guess like there's like yeah like this, that severing burst because I like the only ones I would knew were like the there's the hunter like throwing kunai melee they, they that severs when it hits an enemy and then the titan, the titan swipes. So, I could I, think I could see maybe it that being more. I want to try. I want to see definitely more useful, can... but but I don't but I don't know. I I feel I still feel like that won't be like a big play in something like a GM. Still, <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Sure. I think where that's still just going to be like I don't. You don't want to be in an enemy's face at all at any time. Sever,
1: so. Sever plus woven mail though. I it's it is a a very like having used that in even just something like fallen saber. It's like you definitely notice a difference.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Um, so yeah, definitely across the board. I think these will be f- interesting changes to see. Um, and then obviously we're getting you know, we haven't heard the details. We're getting three new strand aspects yeah. next season as well. On top of all this, so how, <laughs> we're like basically how this. the second new strand oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know pretty much. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm, I'm curious. Like, there'll definitely be some strand shakeups next season for sure. Um, curious to see. all that Um, next up we saw some more even more things here uh, for strand we have the uh, they're basically buffing the silk strike um, super mainly kind of mainly with uh, pvp in mind where they increased the silk strike damage resistance from 40 to 45% uh, reduced the suppression time between silk strike super attacks and reduced the vertical lift provided by silk strike heavy attack to reduce distances uh, missing the primary targets um, so yeah, just kind of making it a little bit more easy to easy use. To use. Yeah. Um, so that'll help with PvP. Um, and that'll also, yeah, I think that'll also be good in PvE also, because it's having a little bit more damage resistance um, and, and, the, and the uh faster. Um, next one uh, next one definitely sounds cool, because um, it actually was performing well in PvP, but it needed more TLC and PvE. So the threaded runner, uh, the the threaded as specter aspect is the making the the decoy with the hunter aspect. So they're buffing that. Uh, they're increasing the specter lifetime from ten to twelve seconds. Uh, increased the threaded specter health versus PvE combatants. I don't see how much, but they're increasing it across the board. Uh, threaded specter now takes longer to detect a nearby enemy PvE combatants at the beginning of its lifetime, um, and then PvE combatants now will more consistently focus on the threaded aspect of the hunter and allied player's no longer have reticle magnetism towards threaded uh, specter. So, I mean, yeah, I,
1: they say okay, you're like the casting hunter is now effectively invisible to enemies for a couple of seconds.
0: Yeah, uh, that's cool. And I mean, to be fair, uh, from the from the limited from using it this season with strand already, it still kind of felt like that. So now it's here, yeah. that it's going to be that even more and it's going to last longer and ha- and be able to take more damage and now those threadlings can do more damage like yeah i'm definitely going to probably stick with that but it's 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 tough to say cuz I, I yeah we don't know the that whatever that um last aspect. aspect for the hunter is going to do but even but even so it's going to be it's going to be a hard sell now having these buffs to it and having like the other the other aspect that gives you like the two grenade charges on hunter so you can have double yeah. double grapple or double suspend nades, or so now you can have double threadling nades, and that could be way more effective. So definitely going to have to be a, a big sell on that that last aspect for sure. Um, so next up, they have we have the Brood Weaver, the Wanderer aspect. Woo! Here so, we yeah. go. <laughs> I mean, I already liked this thing already. Um, I did too, but now, but it's now it's great,
1: but it's, I, I mean, like it. it's just,
0: it's just, you throw it, you throw a tangle and it spends a bunch of fools and that's, that's good yeah. enough for me. Uh, but now they're making it so when you destroy it, it makes a, it makes a, when you shoot it, you can destroy it and that makes a suspending detonation around it. Um, it's bigger. It's, and it's, yeah it creates a delayed suspending detonation, which like is cool, but they also just hella nerfed suspend. So like, uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, increase suspend donation radius as well, and then the the ward tangle uh, detonation damage to match standard tangle detonations. So it's going to do more damage as well. Uh,
1: this is this is great. This is gonna this is gonna rip. I really think so. There's so many times when I'm doing this. Like the thing I don't like about tangles is having to go up and get them. Sure. And A because I'm very lazy. But B because it's usually <laughs> that, in hostile territory
0: that's fair that's uh, that's personally my favorite thing is, is to run up and grab a tangle and just and just either huck it with my warlock into a crowd or huck it into my friends as, as a titan and give everybody woven mail it's like
1: it's definitely fun like getting a good wanderer off where you can grab one you're holding on to it maybe for a second and like throw it at a champion there's right. definitely great moments with the wanderer. But being able to trigger it from a distance, I mean, this is the artifact mod from last season. Yeah,
0: basically. The are Im- uh, it, they're basically just implementing that directly into that.
1: Giving it to the warlock, regardless of suspend like yep. nerves. I, I think this and they're making the area of effect of it much bigger by meter. Uh, yeah, I think this is going to be extremely good.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, th- I think suspend will still be pretty all right. Yeah, in general. I agree. I think it'll um, be fine. But yeah, but uh they nerfed freeze,
1: you know, like way back when, and it's still great. So. Yeah,
0: still pretty, so be pretty useful. It just, I think it just makes n- this the strand or the 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 spend nerf makes it so like running stasis could be viable again. If you know? yeah, you can run stasis and still feel like you're doing 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 work. Um yeah. So yeah, your consistent be back to the strand grapple melee wasn't working as players intended, particularly as hunters and warlocks with ranged melee abilities. Not pressing your melee input consistently activates the grapple melee lunge instead of activating your charged melee. So, so that's like the last thing this they have here. Yeah, this never immediately happened to me either, so that was interesting. But sure, why not? Um, but yeah, that's 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 where that is at. Um, and then lastly, here we have they're updating a bunch of the um, strand uh, fragments. I got I got them pulled up. <laughs>
1: So, you, yeah. if you need a reference, you let so, yeah. it.
0: So, Threat of Propagation now grants 10 strength. So Sus-
1: powered uh, melee final blows grant your strand weapons unraveling
0: rounds. Nice. Okay. Threat of, uh, threat of Continuity no longer grants 10 strength.
1: That was the suspense. Suspend Sus- lasts
0: longer. Um, threat of Wisdom no longer requires a precision kill to activate.
1: This is defeating sp- suspended targets. Uh, Grants in Orb of Power now. Before we oh, precision, and precision. I that, mean, that's, that's that's
0: still really that's that's, that's a big, big change. Buff. that's yeah. a big buff. That's a that's of a, course that's you have pretty, a much tighter window now. Yeah, you have a much tighter window to get that to get that. But suspend. on
1: ads, like on red bars,
0: yeah, you can just yeah, you can just up, like strand up like three dudes and just throw a tangle into them, and then you just got three yeah. orbs.
1: <laughs> very potent. Very. That's very. That's like yep. the the weekend with grenades and stuff, grinning orbs of power, like that's really cool.
0: Yeah. Uh, threat of isolation reduced the time, the number of precision hits required to activate by an average of about thirty percent. It says it varies. So this,
1: this is what I was talking about by really weapons. Landing rapid precision hits emits a severing burst from the target. Now keep in mind, it doesn't have to be a strand weapon. Just landing yeah. rapid precision hits. I do think I feel like Sever could potentially be hot next season. We'll see.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, Then we have Thread of Rebirth. The number of created Threadlings now increased based on the tier of defeated targets. So minor combatants gives you one. Elite combatants or players give two. And then boss champions or mini bosses give three.
1: This is the Strand Weapon. Final Blows have a chance to create Threadlings. This is what I'm talking about. Yeah. A lot of threadlings could be getting out there now. Yeah,
0: that, that definitely can mean th- th- threadlings are getting around a lot more. Uh, yeah, be interesting to see. And also, like you know, we still don't know what the artifact perks for next season are, so there could be some other crazy, strange Hopefully, stasis stuff.
1: Will be in it. Please. Yeah,
0: stasis. Yeah, more stasis stuff would be fun for sure. It um, hasn't
1: been in it at all since the rework on artifacts, and I it bums me out.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's been a while since stasis has gotten. Um, I get it. So strands life.
1: the hot new thing.
0: The hot new thing.
1: It kind of yeah. invalidated stasis for a minute. Hopefully, after these changes, that won't be the case.
0: It won't be as much. You can still run a little bit more stasis. I mean, renewal grass on hunters is going to be fun again. So.
1: Yeah, I mean, for that.
0: Yeah. Um, but then, lastly, the, the, they close out the article by saying, "All oh, this is coming in season twenty-two, and some more changes too. Tune in on launch day for a full list of changes and bug fixes, including a fix for the celestial fire scorch uh, scorch not activating melee perks like sunbreakers." Thank fucking god forever, that's forever, forever since season The Haunted. I think actually. yeah, it worked. <laughs> yeah. It worked for like the first like I think like. Few weeks of season of the haunted, and then just did not, and just did not work anymore. And then it just has not worked since then for like a year plus. And they're yep. f- finally to thank be fair, that was God. like when
1: the abilities team had to like crunch to update all the solar yeah. 3.0 aspects. Yeah, they had to, they That's had to, probably why.
0: Yeah, they probably had to, they're probably still working on a lot of stuff there for sure. Um, so yeah, like I said, yeah, we're working on more changes for season 23 as well. Um, but that'll be f- uh, for a future update. So yeah, you know, there already there'll be more it's stuff to come in twenty
1: three. Yeah, we'll have more.
0: We'll have more. But yeah, across the board, good changes. I'm Very definitely good stuff. I'm definitely busting out Hollow Fire Art uh, for a build on my on my uh, Titan to see what update that has. You're know, definitely going to mess around with some more Strand stuff because obviously we're getting a lot of Strand changes and then new aspects. So
1: cool, like cool, the cool, building stuff. Of strand and stasis. Like they did have too much overlap as far as how you would play that subclass as like a shutdown class. Right. Um, strand having like things like sever and threadlings and other things you can grapple and all these things like should be different. It shouldn't just be
0: suspend, <laughs> in a breeze. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, Basically, because it was really. S- suspend definitely eclipsed a lot of uh, The freeze, other things, it was, yeah. Yeah, it's better. It's better freeze, and so it so it of eclipsed stasis. Why would why you use stasis so much on top of eclipsing a lot of the other aspects of uh, strand itself? <clears throat> even though I even though I still messed around with a lot of other strand stuff, I still used grapple a lot on on my characters yeah, personally, and had a lot of fun of with grapple and. Um, stuff, but yeah, suspend like especially in so end, end game balance. content. Yeah, it'll it'll definitely feel maybe like there can be a little bit more, uh, they can do there, and yeah, and then obviously new aspects, whatever they're gonna do, you they could they could change up oh. a lot too. That could be really cool. I'm very excited, <clears throat> just just uh, by the time you're listening to this episode, it'll just be a week out. So, I know we're, we're closing in, we're pretty close. But one one last thing to talk about—they talked about in the twab this week once again, continuing with my twab. You can never, you'll never take it from me. Um, Sorry, I'm still gonna call it Twitter (laughs) until the day I die. So we all have our horses, you know. So they they kind of recapped uh, the—you know—they talked about Keith David taking over Zavala. Um, They kind of recapped the the the, uh, that mainly, and then obviously shouted out that blog. But the big thing they talked about is they kind of gave us a lot more details. About the exotic mission rotator, which they they kind of said they would do in that that state of the game, but didn't expressly say that, so it was confusing at the time. But here it is in this twab. Uh, so this yeah this sound this sounds awesome awesome to me. Um, yeah. But yeah, so let me let me just go uh, go through here and how it's, and uh, explain how how basically work. Um, a home for the the you know it's going to start day one of season twenty two. So, day one of season 22, again, August 22nd. Uh, Presage will be the, the the first one up back in the game. One of the by definitely one of the best exotic missions, in my opinion, still.
1: Yeah, one um, of the best missions in Destiny
0: for sure. Um, so basically, what it'll, what it'll offer is a um, they basically outline what what kind of the whole thing with the rotator they're trying to do. So, I'll just read all these bullet points here. Um, So it'll be a home for seasonal exotic missions after the years passed and a place where over time we can bring fan-favorite exotic missions back from the past. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Um, A source of seasonal exotic mission weapons and their associated catalysts and a new consistent source of legacy seasonal rewards. Uh, To support these goals and so that we can continue to add content to this Rotator in the future, we need to create these rules, rules and modify how these activities and their rewards work. Um, so um, exotic weapons entering the place will become craftable. Um, each mission features a normal and legendary difficulty, which I think I think all three of these did have that. Right. Even in the yes. And even when they when they were in there. Yes. Yeah.
1: Um, but stage technically had like the original legendary difficulty. Right. Because it, it
0: had the timer and stuff.
1: So that's going to feel different.
0: But yeah. Yeah. Um, Each mission features a pool of legacy seasonal awards, armor, and craftable weapons that have thematic overlap with their associated mission. So that's to be, I think, pretty exciting for some folks. folks. Mm -hmm. Um, And then each mission features the same reward behavior and mission dialogue and narrative move, move forward after each activity completion and reset after all the dialogue sets have been played. Legacy triumphs cannot be progressed. So, yeah. So basically, here's here's actually the list of stuff you'll be able to get from each one. Uh, so first up again, Presage is up first. So this will give you the Dead Man's Tale exotic scout rifle um, that's now craftable starting this season, and it'll include a new trait pool. So it'll have new traits yeah. that you'll be able to craft onto it. So that's pretty that's pretty cool. Um, it'll have armor and weapons from Season of the Haunted. So it'll have the the all of the um, haunted weapons. So Nisric Whisper, Bump of the Night, Hollow Denial, like a bunch of really good weapons from that season in particular are in here. And i will also Hollow have denial. Get it. Yeah, they'll also have, of course, the opulent weapons as well. So like Calf's Mini Tool and Drang and Ostringer, like those are also an extremely good set of weapons in there. And it'll also have the Eidolon Pursuant Armor set. Um, so
1: the season of the
0: Chosen? No, that was that was that was. Highland pursuant was the season of the Haunted one, where it's like the oh, okay. it's like the um, it looks like the like um. Uh, God, why am I forgetting your name? The moon, Moon Lady, Moon Dust, Eris. Eris. It has like armor that looks very thematic of hers. I believe, God, I believe, you. I believe that's what that set is. Um, but yeah, you will need to own Beyond Light or Season of the Chosen to have to have access to this interesting choice weird for that that will also come up with At these other ones you here
1: just like bought beyond light you didn't have to have been buying the whole all the seasons and stuff but still, <laughs> yeah weird.
0: i think i think that that would be like the one thing i would say is like overall with this like the only thing I, I would gripe about is that like it would be i would have just made this like you need to own the current expansion to get these yes just yeah. you know if you get the current current expansion you get all this like yes. I don't, I don't think you needed to break it down to have these individual expansions needed for different exotic missions. But I mean, whatever.
1: Forsaken packs still exist. Twenty dollars yeah. for a raid. Yeah. So yeah, in a dungeon.
0: Very weird. Very weird. Let's continue to keep that confusing for whatever reason Bungie wants to. I don't know. But any anyway. Next up, uh, that without come. This, so I guess this will be the week two after press after the Presage. Um, it, you'll, it'll be Vox Obscura. It'll have the Dead Messenger. That's the the grenade launcher that I think you change elements on it. I yes. hold on the reload. This will now be craftable as well, and it'll have an yes. additional trait. So that is now confirmed. We definitely brought that up of like this. Will this be craftable or not? We didn't know. Yeah, we did for sure. Know. Now we do. Now we do. That's that's pretty cool. That that'll be craftable and how Finally,
1: I can. What's the goddamn catalyst on it? It's so useless.
0: It gives uh, over. It gives a turnabout,
1: I think, turn or something like that. Fucking finally, uh, I get, get something better than turnabout. Imagine yeah. if it gets chain reaction or something.
0: Oh crazy yeah, like that'd that. be cool. Or, or like even even goes even further than that. Maybe it adds like like stasis and strand to it or something. And those oh things can end up be yeah. sick.
1: Well, that would it would have to change slots Yeah. yeah. Third,
0: so oh yeah, yeah. You're you right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. That probably wouldn't happen.
1: But still, something better than turnabout. I'll yeah, fucking take base it. baseline. Yes, <laughs> they
0: can, they can do that for sure. I think on that thing, um that's cool. So yeah, definitely we'll be jumping back into these these rotators to get these uh for sure. These these craftable versions. It seems like these. you only have
1: to do one completion to get the exotic crafted, which is nice.
0: Oh, nice. Okay. Cool. I, I, I didn't even that, I say realized, that at the end here. Yeah, I didn't realize. I guess I didn't. That didn't, that didn't make sense to me. if It's the wording, but that's how it works. That's cool. Even cooler. Um, so for the rewards, uh, you're gonna get season of the risen weapons, which is the sweet sorrow, um, auto rifle, guns. Yeah, peace of mind pulse rifle, under your skin void bow, like all of these. Yeah, explosive personality, the the grenade launcher. Yeah, these are all like Stealth. extremely good. Uh, weapons and then the tusk my favorite in the game. Yeah, the Tusk Allegiance armor set will also be in this uh, pool, and you will need to own either Witch Queen or have owned Witch Queen or Season of the Risen to get this one. Um, and then last up, third one. Uh, this will be uh, Revision Zero, it's still craftable. Supposed to all be as it is, um, and I didn't. I didn't realize this. This like currently isn't obtainable in the game at all, <laughs> from, what I, yep. from what I'm aware. So that, and that's this is probably why, because it was coming to this. Um, but this will have the seasonal weapons from Season of the Seraph. So there's Judgment of Calgarath, that uh, that uh, Solar Glaive, Retrofit Escapade. Very, very good Glaive. Yeah, very good Glaive, Retrofit Escapade, the Void uh, Machine Gun, very good one of those. Disparity, also very good Pulse Rifle. Very good Pulse Rifle, yeah. So yeah, a lot of great weapons here too. Um, and of course, the Achilles Arca- weapons. Also, again, Achilles. SMG and you know, the uh, very good SMG. But I would like arguably like the best SMG in the game pretty much still. Yeah. Um, Even with like a nerf that's gotten. PBE,
1: you know? Yeah.
0: Even with the nerfs that's gotten, it's still one of the best ones there. So that'll be yeah. available. And then the Warmind's avatar armor set, which is another like kind of like a yep, Warmind, Warmind style oh, armor set. One, yeah. yeah. And you also the need... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like the cyan you one, yep. Um, and then you will need to own, also need to own Witch Queen or Season of the Seraph to get, th- to have access to this mission. So at least if you have Witch Queen, you get two, these two of the missions, I guess. But yeah, to get Prestige, you would need to go also get Beyond Light. That's weird.
1: Which you should get anyway, because you gotta get Stasis, but you know, whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah. Still, still, still weird, weird that they're, yeah, they're, they're tying these to Legacy things. You know, and then they also said they're going to be bringing even more back from the past, which I think that's pretty obvious to call out. You know, the two yeah. big ones people, everybody want, like Zero Hour and, excuse me, uh, Whisper of the Worm.
1: Whisper. Wh- I, what is exciting is it means more than likely those guns will become
0: craft Yeah. For those yeah. You have, you very much have my attention with a craftable outbreak perfected. Like, oh, that yes. would be really cool. Little, I would that, be really like, in
1: gold trial shader on that thing you know I'm talking about have a little fun with it I don't know Yep. Put, yeah,
0: yeah uh, I, I don't know if you can either I don't think you I don't know if that. yeah I don't know that's a good question you should yeah, I don't
1: think you can actually you should be able you should to, be I mean, able to they have ornaments I because I see has ornaments so right I, I right think. but you throw an extra perk in uh, outbreak oh Whew. baby let's talk you like throw subsistence or something fucking crazy in there yep. i year i'll yep. put 20k on that tonight
0: hey, yep <laughs> give it to me now Give, 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 but, give, but give, give here, me. but here
1: in in the it says weapon crafting rewards first completion of the mission on normal or legendary will award the exotic deep sight weapon extracting or dismantling the deep sight weapon will grant the pattern done so
0: okay got it
1: easy piece it's but you then can repeat the mission for the like legendary weapons and that could be random you might get one you might not you'll get yeah. one every completion at least yeah
0: and it's, a, and, it's a, and i think they did say in here somewhere that there's like a knockout system to it yes. so like if you for the first one for the first week. for the first one every week you will be guaranteed a red border of a of a wep- of a pattern you have not completed yet so if you've not gotten any of these weapons yet definitely a lot of grinding to do there for yeah. these each week but you know then you but now you have a more it, s- specific path to these weapons. You can
1: replay it for the chance to get another red border, but then it's like regular drop rates. It's like, maybe you'll get a red border. Maybe you won't, maybe you'll get armor. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Right. So I don't necessarily recommend that, but if you wanted to just sit there and run presage for 45 fucking years.
0: Now you can yeah. there. And yeah. And then, and, and then it's good to know that these missions are just going to exist in the game now and in, per- in perpetuity, right? Like, it's good to just have these in the game. Like just ultimately, catch up
1: yeah. node. It's great.
0: Yeah, ultimately, yeah. and they, yeah, they also treat it as a like a replayable like catch up node as well, just to like be able to be like, yeah, Prestige was like an incredible mission that they put in this game at some point, and now it's just here permanently. That's that's good. It should be same with had, like the the zero the the Sarah shield. Like I thought that was a really cool exotic yeah. mission.
1: V- Vox secure is fine, but you know, yeah, Vox Cure is drafted. like the one
0: that's like, eh, sure. But obviously, you know, the, the lore in that, the, yeah, the, the, uh, now the pen is the, you know, the hope that, you know, we'll get zero, probably zero hour and whisper maybe in the year of final shape. But they did say they would, the ones would carry over. So I've probably safe to assume that, um, the, I don't remember what the mission is, but the Vex network mission we got oh, Avalon. in uh, yeah, Avalon will be sticking around and that'll be added to this rotator in final shape. And then Vexcalibur will still be in that pool with that. Makes right. Yeah. Makes totally. makes total sense. And
1: it said like you level up the catalyst by doing weekly completions. Uh, so gotcha. I think on legendary, uh, but so like, you know, for the catalyst for what's the the pulse rifle? <laughs>
0: um uh revision zero revision
1: zero thank you so like that has four <laughs> levels to it so you do four legendary completions over four weeks uh, i guess over 12 weeks woof
0: yeah uh, yeah you're gonna be do, you're gonna be spending the whole season doing that every week
1: <laughs> yeah i guess nine weeks because uh, it's only three missions but yeah that's you know that's a lot but yeah. at least there is an avenue to get the guns that were craftable that you missed some of them most of them yeah, you know the the exotics you miss things like
0: that. Yeah, and actually play the game and get stuff rather than grind out a bunch of materials to go to a kiosk and get them. I think this is yeah. this is better much, much in my more opinion. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, I like this. I'm cool with this. Again, it. It's again was a little weird to have it tied to specific expansions you got to buy, but whatever. If this, yeah. if this is how we get it. If this is what they need to do to, like, keep these missions in, per- in the game in is like, tie them to some paid thing, like, fine, just do it. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, at the end talk. of the day, like, I own, I own the stuff, but...
1: Let, let's let's touch on a thing not in the TWAB that is rotator-related. Okay. Uh, Root of Nightmares entering the raid rotation, now <laughs> bringing our total to seven raids in rotation right how do you feel about this
0: that's that's a lot of raids i um, in a rotation yeah. right and like how does that how does that's gonna work that's i mean that's gonna make make the, it tougher two and tougher
1: chances to play any raid in rotation to grind it or whatever yeah that makes it like an, it makes it makes, season.
0: it makes it farmable right
1: yeah mm. a lot of people were upset not a lot of people. You know, the stu- the loud people were upset.
0: Yeah, and, but a lot, the people think, the people that probably already have everything from these yeah. these these raids in the first place. <laughs> exactly.
1: The people that are upset. But I do think there's a, some level of valid criticism in there of like, you know, we are getting to a lot. It might be worth bumping it up to two raids in rotation now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Espe- especially since, like, you know, presumably by final shape, light level's not going to matter at all, so it's not going to be yeah. like a thing where like, and, you can, and you can just grind farm if dungeons, is,
1: You know? Yeah. yeah. I guess you can only farm the current dungeon. You have to yeah. wait for the other ones.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's going to get up there, too, and how they're going to do that. And then, yeah, they're adding this exotic mission rotator on top of that. Yeah, I'm curious like if they will... I'm
1: fine with there being a ton of rotators every week of, like, Hey, there's just a bunch of cool stuff that you can check out in Destiny. Yeah, this week. week. Some of it that you haven't seen, maybe. But for raids specifically, in that, like, master mode is only going to be accessible for a lot of these raids for two weeks. Two weeks out of a, a three month season, you know? And, and yeah. people trying to go for those triumphs, let alone adept weapons or crafting weapons. Like, it does make it pretty. Pretty tough, yeah. It's less, definitely less def- those than Iron Banner now.
0: Yeah, you're right. That's that's definitely something. Yeah, I guess they should. They definitely should maybe re- re- rethink that. Even if it is simple as just adding a second raid to the rotation even each rotation
1: week at a time, I think is a great idea and is super fun. Yeah, but will they do it? I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's hard to say. Um, or maybe, or maybe just have. I don't know. I was thinking of having like the master stuff just stick have around. It accessible, yeah. Just know? just have them. Just have them be around rather than have to wait till like the the rotation week for them to be available. Like I maybe just have them be up up anytime for the raids that have them. I would
1: like that. I think that would
0: be. I think that's something. That'd be something they could they could do. I, I, those are definitely like the two options that come to mind. Um, so I guess we'll just have to see if they they decide to to adjust that. Uh, yeah, especially yeah now yeah with there's seven raids in rotation,
1: seven in rotation. In addition to then, the eighth that we'll have,
0: yeah the eighth yeah the eighth one, um, and then we'll have the season after that. They'll then go to the deep. Will also then be in the the dungeon rotation, and that'll yep be just as many right, just about
1: yeah
0: dungeons in there. So yeah, they'll, they'll, I think they'll have to yeah. adjust that.
1: Again, I'm not Some complaining point. that there's there's too much great end game content. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. happy. 100%, yeah, but agreed. The system that they've had is getting a little small for the amount of stuff that there's there.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Maybe have to th- rethink that how the rotation stuff works or whatever. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, that's that's mostly what was in here in the TWAB. This week, I'm I'm looking forward to the... Yeah, I, I like that. Uh, I like all that uh Exotic Rotator stuff. That's fun. I'm definitely going to go grab those updated yeah. Exotics. The Man's, Dead Man's Tale with new perks and Dead Messenger with a new perk. Totally yeah, down I, I for that.
1: There's tons of fun stuff to put on like DMT, like Focus Fury wasn't even around when yep. the Heck Yun came out. Uh, stuff like that, so that there's... Yeah, totally... I'm very excited to see. It. Oh, kinetic tremors on DMT would be really good too. Damn. Yeah, there's yeah, a lot of great. Could be, stuff,
0: that could be really yeah. cool. Or just <laughs> maybe they just have new perks. I haven't seen yeah. it. It'll yeah, be yeah, new totally. for the season or something. Um, definitely a lot of potential. We'll see. Again, we'll see pretty soon here. Just a week away. Um, that's gonna do it for like Destiny news. Um, have you been doing? I know you've been playing a little bit. I've been playing a little bit too. I think we're. Wrapping, wrapping up, truly wrapping up the season. Anything, uh, anything particular that you that you knocked out this week? Do you want to talk about?
1: I just, you know, I when we talked last week and you're like, Hey, did the GMs it's double rewards? I was like, You know, it is double rewards. I gotta get this, uh, goddamn Flamekeeper title, yielded, which I did. Everyone rest <laughs> easy, it's not like Iron Lord. I didn't forget. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't realize it was Fallen Saber. My absolute number one with a bullet favorite strike to grind. Nice. Love, love, love grinding Fallen Saber. It's, easy, it's, played an with some, it's an easy one. It's breezy. It's got good encounters. It's one of my favorite strikes. I really like it. Um, and, I, you know, it's one people know as well. So I didn't feel bad about going on Uh, the cheese. I'm sorry. Oh, geez. Yes, my brain <laughs> is you're like, cloud right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, I didn't mind going on an LFG, played with a bunch of randos. Some good, some not. <laughs> uh, it's how but like, ha- I had a group that we ran like five times in a row and we were beating them in like 12 minutes. Great. Zero, co- zero communication between any of us. <laughs> Great. Loved it. They were very nice. We gave commendations. It was very sweet. We emoted and dunked on this stupid big shank got a lot oh, of great yeah. exotics. I ha, happy report, finally got a necrotic grip that was higher than 58. Heck yeah, <laughs> We did it. We did off. it. Thank you uh, double rewards. <laughs> exactly. I got some really great rolls of the Fusion Rifle. Will I ever use them? I don't know, but I did get uh overflow uh and uh the the one that makes the first shot it go explode. Res- reservoir
0: burst, I think.
1: Reservoir burst, yes. Thank you. <laughs> For having a brain, this episode (laughs) couldn't be. Um, That was fun. I so I did that. Hit guardian rank ten with that as well. You know, check the box. Uh, Done with all that. (laughs) that that Yeah,
0: That's that's Um, exactly where I'm at too.
1: (laughs) Thought about
0: working on the Aquanaut uh,
1: title. I think I just have to get like a bunch of kills with
0: weapons from the season. I I need to do the tier seven thing i do, do kind of that bad i do kinda, yeah it, it seems not bad it's just i need to actually ask people like hey can i get people yeah. to help me do this yeah that's all i kind of really need at this point and i just have that uh, that's not, not, not as busy this week so i didn't have time this week and then it's like now it's like we're so close to the end of the season it's like eh, do i care enough right now <laughs> maybe, yeah, I can just, nice. maybe i could. just maybe i could just get this like maybe before final shape or something and just like do trying to do a bunch of these titles? Cause I still need to because I still haven't even get was a Queen's Guard or whatever. I to go get that title. Yeah, Legend either, so.
1: Avalon. I have not done it either. Yep. Was, uh, I made no some thanks. attempts a couple weeks ago. I didn't bring it up because they went very poorly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, but, I have boy. no desire
0: to do that at the moment. So
1: yeah, I I'm hoping that maybe we get like a really nice set of seasonal artifacts by the end of the year that make it yep. kind of a breeze to go through. So I'm, I'm hoping just, for too. <laughs> Or they nerf the mission again. <laughs> please, please. So I love Excalibur, but now I refuse to use it because it's just got like 20,000 kills and no exotic or uh, yeah. catalyst in it. It bothers me so much.
0: Yep. Well, once uh, it's in the rotator, then then you can just do the normal version and then.
1: And, I, know. And then just... I don't want to think about how far away that is.
0: Uh, uh, how much of a fake Destiny player I'd be yeah. if I
1: could finish it before then. Um. Yeah, so I I wrapped that up. I got my rank 10. I got my gilded flame keeper. I have yet to get the last right scout rifle from any of the core playlist activities. I am rank 15 with Vanguard after completing like eight GMs. What
0: the
1: fuck? I I didn't do the smart thing of like running a bunch of normal strikes to get the streak up so I get the times five um but still i'm like <laughs> like a little bit of the bar before 16 where i would get the fucking scout rifle uh and i don't give a shit i just hate the playlist grind right now it's so bad damn what if here's an idea what if every time you did a gamut match crucible match or a strike you just got a full rank just every <laughs> single time and, and just hey, is your that easy you're going to have to run 17 strikes to reset, but you know, you're going to reset in 17 strikes. Sure. Uh, and on double reward times, it's like you get two ranks for every completion or whatever. Yeah. Hey,
0: that Hey, happens. if, if they did it for Vanguard strikes, I would love if they did that for the other playlists too. Cause I would like, have to play way less of that stuff and I would be all for it. But uh, my yeah, question they, they ain't going to do that. <laughs> I don't think who gives
1: a shit. You know what I'm saying? Bungie? Like look at me right now. They do. They, do
0: you- they play, they want the, they want the play time. They give us, the, give play us the play time.
1: Give play us the more. Play more. Play more. Uh, so I might actually not get the ritual weapon for this season.
0: For the first time hey, you know what? since the Vex one at, <laughs> on Shadowkeep. Hey. So- <laughs> and you know what? That's totally okay. Because you know what? Probably have, we've done with every single one of those weapons. Since they've so, done them, uh, deleted it, or just threw it in the vault. And then never, never to be used again. Because that's what I did with that when I got it because I, I got I think I got it through one of them one of those playlists at some point I don't even think yeah. I actually took it out and used it I just went I just went like I got this scout rifle it looks like it looks like the one from the 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 spire dungeon but worse all right here, here, here you go and it's in, into the into the into the, into the, the vault you go piece yeah, that was just it. It.
1: probably just buy it for the kiosk
0: next season it's yep you're, you're totally fine to do that Um, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, I that's I did did my final two GMs catching up from the last episode. I did the last two I need to do, so I'm Gilded Conqueror 9. I did keeping the streak alive for Gilded Conqueror. I did not guild my Flamekeeper because I immediately did not give a I don't give a fuck about guilding those (laughs) ones anymore. I did the first time, I got the Revler title. It doesn't seem like that that one guilds in itself. At least it doesn't show that it does. So if it does, oh well. But I did not care. I did get like the base one, I guess, because I complete all the challenges. But I did not yeah. care about guilding it personally. Um, cause, just because the the, 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 whole, the whole set of titles is done essentially for me. Um, but yeah, I did. I the, but I, yeah, did all did the last two GMs: PsyOps, Moon Battlegrounds, and Corrupted. Were the two ones I had left. Um, definitely was like, oh man, I, I guess these are the last ones. It's gonna be a rough, rough go about it, but boy, yeah, again, talking about strand and suspend, suspend. like corrupted, <laughs> corrupted, like with you just I, I was just me as the strand titan, and that was it. That became a joke. <laughs> it's like a joke. Just I mean, I'm, it's
1: mostly unstops in there. So yeah, totally it's a understand. lot of unstops,
0: and you can, uh, you can, you can, you know, suspend up the barriers too. You can suspend the dudes that you have to break the shields in before you even break their shields. You can literally, Damn, they have their shields. Awesome. You can they just throw a grenade on them and they suspend it and you can just pass the balls and you just pop them and pop them and then just and immediately burk them. Shit. Yes, exactly. And you can just, you can yeah. just nuke them as soon as they come in. It's, it, it completely trivial, entirely trivializes that, that like one of like, the most pain points of that strike was yeah, for so many elevator. months. Oh. Like it was miserable. The, uh, the other side of it is, um, they did. They did um, make it so the the boss has proper health gating, so you can't do the like nuke in the well with the, the yeah. thing anymore. That's not a thing anymore. But even so, like there's still like a pretty easy strat you can do with that, where it's just you still kind of you still kind of go to that spot to do DPS, but you just do it in such a quick succession that she just immediately teleports. So then she immediately yeah. teleports, so you don't have to worry about all the ad waves in that section. And you just go through the thing. And then as long as you survive or boops in that one arena, you're pretty you're pretty much fine. Yeah. And that's what we yeah. ended up doing. And that was yeah. like, yeah. But yeah, it makes. Whole sections of that where it's like, I remember, like, you know, when we did it, we were, we were like frantically, terrifyingly hiding back in that section with the dual ogres. Like, we were, we, we, we were like up in front. We were like up in the higher areas. No issue. Cause I could just like freaking string dudes up as they ran up on us. Or, of course, you can just, you can just clear them so easily now with like all these other things. Like, it just, it's literally, like no joke has become like it feels like one that you could just easily like almost farm now it was it's still like a long one because it's corrupted but I would consider it now like it is significantly dropped in the in the in, 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 now, in the kids in the, in the in the in the uh in the uh in the difficulty meter of uh GMs these days um, on the other hand though we had Sams moon battleground that one is still pretty tough um, yeah. I'd definitely say this season in particular it was definitely the hardest one of the of the of the season for sure. Um, I tried to just do the regular nightfall of that man. the people I was dealing with. That yeah, time. it's rough because yeah, people don't fully understand how to do the the uh like the the moat dunking because even on a normal strike that part takes fucking forever because like random people, yes. gu- guardian rank six people who barely play the game casually like don't know what to do. they can barely do like a like a normal objective of like holding a plate. <laughs> telling them to then try and like figure out like, Oh, you have to kill these very specific enemies. and They drop a thing. And then you pick up that thing to go dunk it. And then it's like, that's like, that's lost on them a lot of times Burn when playing, but yeah, that, that part is definitely like, it's manageable, but like pretty stressful. Cause you're just like, like the, the ads can just kind of come out of nowhere and they're always, there, and it's constant. So you just have to be on it. And like, you have to have basically two people focusing and protecting the plate that the person has to dunk on and the person who's dunking is usually an invis hunter so that's what, that's the strat we did we had an invis hunter um, I was a strand titan and we had an arc titan um, and basically you know whenever basically at certain points when you dunk um, a, a hive guardian would spawn so it's basically that became my priority target number one when that would come up and then when you completed like a like a, like a a whole set of the crystals a, a unstop and a barrier would spawn in the arena somewhere so you had to like so once that, once you did that, you we basically just hunker down at the one we were at. And let them come to us because that's definitely the play in that whole section. Is like you want to just let everything come to the plate. You're 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 just trying to stay safe at and clear out as as everything gets there. Um, Boomer knights are definitely the, the bane of the existence in that strike because there's just a ton of them and they're pretty right. chunky um, and can just kind of wreck you pretty fast in, in those in those encounters. Um, and then, of course, obviously, yeah, the priority. The the there's some ogres that show up in that in that sequence too. Pretty tough. That's I, th- I definitely think that's like the most challenging part of it for sure. Is that elf dunking sequence? Because um, yeah, then once you I get guess. to once you get to the boss room, the the bosses it can be tricky, but there's definitely a strat where you can just like when when you, when you first get launched into the room into like the space the mind realm. There's like that circular pl- thing you you can stand on. You can actually like fall back all the way to that platform through that sequence. So really, what you do is you just have you have two you have multiple people just for the first half of the fight just basically stay back on there to survive and just we both put out of wishenders and we're just like planking down the boss with wishenders. While the 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 person who's the invis hunter was like staying down there and trying to get her to like kind of stay in an area where we could kind of. Uh, to keep hitting her and clearing out ads for them, because once you do that, she actually disappears and you get the savathun aspect. And then that's there. That's when they come in with the invis. And uh, we what basically what we did is we all we all uh, you know fall in together, invis together, and then all go grab the spears first, and then hope to survive because she just constantly does these like big arc AoE damages. And if you get you get caught in that, you're done. Like it's just there's no getting out of any of her moves. Um, but as long as you can get away, get like a little bit of far enough away from her in some of those later platforms, you can just like huck spears from far away because they like auto, they kind of track pretty well to her. So you just kind of track them and do that part. Um, then then you basically just repeat that for the second part where, you know, she goes out, the boss comes back in, the two just fall back. And uh, then the uh, then you have the second part where there's two on each side, the two aspects on each side. And what we did is there's like a there's like a room in the on the left side. Where it's literally just like an enclosed room. You can actually like walk into, uh, <clears throat> and the and the Invis Hunter essentially just hid in that room, while us two basically like lemmings would run to the, the spear that's on that one side and just qu- quickly grab it and just start hucking at the Savathun that was right there and just try and take her down as fast as possible. And if we got killed, we the the, the Hunter would just like stay out of the combat entirely just in that room and then invis and then come out and get us and kind of repeat that. Cause at that point we had like a ton of lives cause you do get like a crap ton of lives. So we did that we took her down. And then once you do that, the other one's super easy cause she just stays on that side and you can just throw spears from the other side and they'll just track to her and you just kind of like stay out of her range of attacks and stuff. And then it's just kind of like playing your life while you're throwing spears cause enemies can just kind of come out of nowhere and be like, Hey, what's up? Starts blasting you that. That definitely was tricky, but it's, it really is just finding those little kind of holes where you can kind of hide in or just like, you know, if, if you have a sequence where you run out to get a spear and it's a bunch of enemies, I, I would just ultimately default to like, not worrying about throwing the spear at the boss and just like throwing it right at my feet and just clearing out all the ads around us. while the other person gets, gets also gets a spear and starts doing damage. We just kind of alternate that kind of, that kind of thing to an extent. Um, but yeah, it definitely it definitely needs a lot of moving parts to to, to manage. Um, but we got through it. The um, ballroom ball sounds like there's a lot going on. But once you're once we were in it and we got like the the, the set down, it it was definitely not bad. It was definitely just surviving that plate yeah. the plate the whole plate uh, dunking and experience because that just there's times when it's just like that the, there's just so many ads it's constant and you, and you can just go from like zero to hundred. In that room, because so sometimes they'll be like really low on ads. And you'll just be like, "Okay, there's not a lot around. This is weird." And then all of a sudden, there's like seven freaking acolytes right in front of your face, and they're just throwing fire grenades at you and shooting. You're just like, "What the fuck did you all come from, Jesus?" Uh, and moss exploding with them and shit. It's, just, yeah, it's yeah, it's a lot. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, I can imagine that that room, especially specifically the Sabbathoon you know, idols or whatever. Yeah, that, that makes me. That that was what I was like, Mm-mm-mm. and yeah. enemies just constantly spawn in that, yeah.
0: like that boss room. Yeah, I re- I really am curious which one they're going to choose for next season because like I can't think of. I feel like because w- I don't know if they're going to go back to the well of the the chosen battlegrounds because I feel like those will those in my opinion will be way worse than even the other two kinds mm-hmm. of ones yeah. where I can look at like okay the Europa battleground heist i think it's a heist one right i think that one would not be that bad um but then like the other ones like the 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 earth one i feel like that one would be pretty brutal just because there's a lot of sequences where there's a ton of enemies everywhere at once and maybe it's just because i don't really think of it from like where you're where you defend and kind of fall back to in those areas maybe it's just not thought out you do so i feel like that psyops earth one would be really hard and then the other psyops one is the moon that one would be even worse i
1: feel like that that, the opening encounter of that is the fucking
0: worst yep and then then there's the two other heist battlegrounds which is the there's the moon one which that one yeah that that's the one i'm thinking of the heist moon one would be fucking miserable Um and then Europa EDZ one, one the-, the, EDZ Europa. the EDZ is psyops the EDZ is psyops and then there's the Cosmodrome yeah. psyops like, nah, that one would suck too because you got to defend that thing
1: and yeah, like yeah the payload the, one. the payload because yeah, you suck yeah
0: because you basically like move up and have to like clear I don't know if you can clear out everything in those sec- sequence I don't feel like you can like you do just okay, get so constant
1: I fallen enemies constantly
0: spawn. so unless they do change it to where you can clear out stuff to a certain extent to like push that up like yeah that one would be pretty rough and then especially that that room after that that's like kind of small and you gotta like dunk like the things in that bell or whatever that's like a small room to like fight a lot all that shit that you fight in that room like oh, i don't know yeah and yeah. it's like enemies spawning in each corner in that room yeah constantly. i feel like that i, I don't know if that, yeah. That, I don't know if they get away with making either of those into it. I guess they can try, but man, I really the that I think that those would be overkill. Where I could see, like, I I feel like the the heist Europa uh, one would not be that bad, in my opinion, at least.
1: I think, it, yeah, that's the one where you're going through the stealth section outside first, and then yeah, and uh, then you go into the Clovis, in then the, you go
0: into the Clovis Bray like area just because, like, yeah, it has bigger environments, and those like the Clovis areas have a lot more like cover. The only spots the
1: one being the, the encounter, I like, guess, third fight, third real room fight where you're like fighting around Clovis's big dumb head,
0: that yeah, would be fucking shitty, yeah, a lot of servitors. Yeah, very, you basically mean, just hide in that back room for as long as you can. When yeah. You first get there, like, that would It'd be, be doable, f- but it would not be super fun. Yeah, and then that's the boss for that one is the Scorn boss, right? Or knows that's the Scorn yeah, boss. But the
1: trouble is, like the boss for all three heist battlegrounds is like be, well, functionally, the, the
0: yeah, functionally the same. And that that kind of sucks. Similarly, similarly, I would say like the PsyOps ones are all pretty yes. samey too. So like we yeah, I, I I griped about that last episode, but regardless, I feel like the, the Europa one to me at least would be like the one I look at and go like, okay, I think I could like that that one makes more sense to me than the other ones at least, and it, it, it seems doable. Where like er, like any other one it just seems it seems so miserable, and it seems like they will get to those ones because they said they will be battlegrounds this season and next season. So maybe so maybe they do end up going back to those those um cho- season of the chosen battlegrounds for for stuff. I don't know. Yeah.
1: It's Cause, fun it's weird because like of those, weirdly enough, the the proving grounds strike is like the most battlegrounds <laughs> option there. Yeah. Uh and it's better. I think I think, yeah, I think, you I think could so probably too. do that the Nessus one where you're fighting off dudes a lot in the beginning and then you have to throw the bombs around. Yeah. So that w- that
0: one, that one's like, sh- nah, that one, that one I think would be pretty brutal with that, that section with the three um oracles. But yeah, then like, yeah. But, I, but then like, there's like the other one where it's like you're defending the, the, the Cosmodrome one, I think would be pretty rough too.
1: Because yeah, it's just, there's the, just a crap ton of enemies. But those, but those areas are like, shit.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like the Nessus, the ne- there's a lot of Nessus ones. <laughs> so yeah the, the
1: one I'm thinking where you go down to where like Insight Terminus terminus area is and then you have to fight all the wyverns with the shields.
0: Yeah. Wait for that the sounds yeah, that that one sucks. That, that one would that suck. that one would be very miserable as <laughs> a GM, yeah. Ugh. And then there's yeah, the Cosmodrome one and then there's the other Nessus one that's like uh, you yeah, you like go over that? There's it has all the the ships Bucking that'll the drop ships in the beginning. Yeah, that they'll will well. immediately wipe you for every battleground you do. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Those I don't know would be that much that much more fun either. I think, but yeah, it's a tough pick. Let's but say. <laughs> well, I guess we'll see whatever one they do. We'll know in just um, about a week. Here, um,
1: yeah, we should cause, talk about it because like next time we record. Presumably next week. I mean, the episode will go out what maybe a day before the showcase.
0: Yep. That, that's, probably so, that's probably how that'll how play out. We um, should
1: we should lay down. We're going to be there for the showcase.
0: Yep. Be watching to live. TV. We're watching um, live. On the twenty second.
1: TV. Yep. Slash irrational passions, mm. um, and then we're probably going to stream a little of the season afterward. Hanging out, playing Destiny. That's right, uh, and
0: that's the game plan. That is the game plan for August twenty second. Yeah, we'll have we'll have one more episode by um, go up right before like, that. You know, get ahead of
1: it, yeah, for cool. sure.
0: Um, we'll 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 be there live, um, watching, and reacting to all that stuff. Yeah, the reaction will probably be up, also uploaded here on Hump Tower um, afterwards. Um, Whatever we think, and then, of course we'll be back with an episode after that to talk about it. But yeah, next episode I think would be fun to, you know, we'll have, I'm sure we'll have more news to talk about, whatever they talk about next week, for articles, articles and stuff, maybe like a little... Maybe about the aspects? Maybe, maybe about the aspects. Yeah, I could see that. That makes sense. I think mean, we'll get like a little teaser or something, final shape teaser, potentially or something. Um, but yeah, we'll maybe make some like final, final predictions about what we hope to see here. Uh, and and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be doing that next episode on Helm to Tower, but that's going to do it for this episode. Thanks everybody for watching. Here on YouTube or, hanging, or listening on podcasts, wherever you're doing that, we appreciate it very much for sticking with us. Even if
1: Google doesn't post the podcast for Yeah, every day, yeah, for
0: funny. whatever reason, yeah. Google, well, Google we have no control over that. Google decides yeah, Google decides to take a break for a day and just not post our podcast for a reason. But every other every other place does Spotify and Amazon. I think we're even on like Amazon podcast or some weird shit. Um, but yeah, we're yeah, for all this where you're listening and watching, thank you as always. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.